shadow is cast wherever he stands Stacks of green paper in his red right hand Welcome to the Real Pill Podcast. This is your host and writer for your entertainment corner with that badass fucking song, Kelsey Loisel. And with me today is my co-host. Mixmaster Mike Mark Salcedo. You mean Mixmaster Mark Salcedo? Yeah, let's go with that. You don't have to say Mixmaster Mike because your name already starts with an M. So mix Mixmaster Mark yeah. Salcedo. Yeah. <laughs> Your name is an afterthought. <laughs> uh, I'm also the senior editor and uh, writer at ScreenGate. <laughs> you know what to say about that? Hmm. We all go a little mad sometimes. Especially when we don't know how to use our name in a phrase. <laughs> Man. No, I'm just I'm I'm just stupid. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> that goes without saying, Mark. <laughs> I don't know why you sound like that now. Oui. <laughs> um you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Real Appeal, two E's in real. Um you can email us at therealappeal at gmail dot com. If you could please review us on any platform where you listen to our show, we would love it. And our segments this week are our our recent review of Scream 6, Variety Time, a retrospective look at the Scream movies, our geriatric cinematic of Scream, which came out in 1996, and uh, Mark, what's our terpic? Oh, I'm sorry, are we talking to me? No, I'm talking to <laughs> Mixmaster Mike. I thought it was Mixmaster Mark. Mythmaster Mark. But you didn't say that the first time, so I'm talking to Mike. Well, <laughs> I was just going with uh, what you were saying. <laughs> anyway, the topic for this week is Ice Cream, You Scream. There's another Scream movie? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Apparently someone's, you know, banging someone's head against the wall. <laughs> Maybe it's Ghostface. Oh. <laughs> um, so the Oscars were... Uh, Eventful. Eventful. Mm. Uh, all right. So, Kelsey. Hmm. What did you think of the Oscars? Because you were. It, it was you were, very You were kind of emotional. It was kind of like a football game in a way. Mm-hmm. Where it's like the wrong t- the team that you don't want to win is mm-hmm. like, it's starting to look bad for the team that you want to win. Yeah. And they get to halftime. Mm-hmm. And you're like, fuck, I knew that was going to fucking happen, right? Like, mm-hmm. I tweeted, like, god damn it, like, All Quiet on the Western Front is winning all these fucking awards. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, when they get this award, that means they're going to win. Yeah. And I was like, god damn it. So I was already, like, tweeting. And then, you know, all of a sudden, the movie that I wanted to win a bunch of awards won all of the awards. What, what movie was that? Everything, everywhere, all at once. There you go. I can, in case, you know, people who didn't watch the Oscars or, you know, didn't go online and didn't see, see a ton of articles saying, this movie won all the Oscars. <laughs> um, it's funny how you said uh, it was like a like watching a, you say a football game. Yeah, right? like the Super Bowl or something. Yeah, like, I and I think I've told you this before, that the Oscars to me is my Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, 
like it's the only it's the only event i'm like i'm gonna watch the entire thing well you said that to me actually on the day because Mm -hmm. i was like because when we got when i got upset because all quiet on the western front was winning a bunch of awards Mm -hmm. i was like would you ever just stop watching the Oscars? Mm. And you're like, no. <laughs> like, even if they they just fuck up year after year, would you still watch them? And you're like, yeah, <laughs> it's my Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I've been watching the Oscars since maybe I was like nine or ten. Yeah. I've been wa- I've watched them every year. Yeah. Um. Even even like obviously like I'm a teenager and some of these movies I didn't hear of because we didn't we didn't really have the internet. Mm-hmm. Um. Or I just never got a chance to see them. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still like. I like what I used to do is if they were if if there was something I never heard of, like the nominees or like movies or actors I never heard of, I would write their names down and like come back to it later. Like, oh, let me see if I can find this movie on like DVD or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, we always have jalapeno poppers. Always. It's tradition that we have jalapeno poppers. Um, they weren't spicy, so that was a bonus. Yeah, that was uh, my cooking, my great cooking. <laughs> Definitely wasn't because I started telling you we should rinse them out now. <laughs> did you come up with that or did I? I did. I was okay. like, we need to rinse them. I'll let you have that one. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, okay, so what, I mean, it's kind of going the format that we normally do, but what did you think of the Oscars as, as a whole? I know that we weren't there for the beginning part, and I saw an article where Jimmy Kimmel was just ragging on will smith oh really yeah he said at least three jokes that were could have been taken like against will smith and for chris rock mm-hmm. um but aside from that like i don't jimmy kimmel wasn't even most of the show like he wasn't mm-hmm. i kind of like it that way yeah he was he was basically like down the middle yeah. throughout the rest of the show um I feel <laughs> like you can. Oh, t- I felt like he kind of like assaulted Malala. That was a very em- uh, embarrassing moment where she he had asked her. I can't remember what he asked her, but she was just like, "She's like, I'm only here for peace, like it's something like that." Yeah, and it was just like clearly like you're 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 barking up the wrong tree <laughs> right yeah, now. Exactly. Um, and then there's the lady who mm. was like a model with the, that white outfit. Oh, I saw somebody tweeting about that. Uh-huh. Oh, you know what? It was the director of um, the Spider-Verse movie. Um, I don't think it was Into the Spider-Verse. No, Into the Spider-Verse is the second one coming up. But, you know, the first Spider-Verse movie that came out, mm-hmm. the director was like, I'd be mad as fuck if I had to sit behind her. She was, she, I guess she kind of addressed it. She was like, you would have, if you, if you would have asked me if I would have wore that like five years ago, mm-hmm. I, I like the answer would be no. But he, she's like, I'm kind of like stepping into my own now. And like, you know, I, I just thought like this would be a great outfit and like this, all this shit. I don't know. It seemed pretty, um, thoughtless. Yeah, I mean, plus, like... You don't need all that. Yeah, plus, like, she was clearly, like, I want to stand out above the rest. I want to... Yeah, I want to stand out, you know, and... But let me go ahead and, like, be an issue for this person behind me. You mm-hmm. know, the, the... It was, like, at least eight people behind her. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, um... She wasn't defensive about it. Mm-hmm. She was definitely like, oh, I'm just, you know... I It just... I had to complete the look. Yeah. 
but like, no. Um, so, uh, for anybody who is, you know, has no idea what we're talking about, there was a particular, like you said, she was a model, right? Mm-hmm. She was wearing this white outfit. See, I think she, her name is Thames. She essentially, essentially was like a daisy, like the flower, like a daisy, I think it is. Okay. Oh, no, what's that, what's that flower? Is I think it's maybe like a white oleander or something like that, where, you know what I'm talking about? It's like white and has that yellow thing in the middle of it. Uh-huh. I think it's a white oleander. Um, and like, it was like this huge, like, type of like cloth. like a floral cloud thing that yeah. went behind her head. Yeah, and it like, it impeded the view of like, at least like two people in the same, in the same aisle, um, like two rows back. Yeah. At least. And there's even like, there was even like a picture of her and you can see the woman behind her trying to like look over like. And there was a guy on the other side doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that happened. But um, that's not the part that Kelsey got emotional about. Nope. Uh, Kelsey's favorite movie. I think I would, have to, I would have to say it was your favorite movie last year. I think it's almost of all time. Oh, really? Almost of all time. Yeah, if I can, if I can think about it, I think that's the one movie you and I have seen, or the the movie that you've seen that you've like really connected with. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, everything, everywhere, all in once, one for uh, best original screenplay, best picture, best director, best uh, editor. Oh yeah, best editor. Uh, no, VFX went to Avatar. Yeah, from what I. Yeah, yeah. From what I, from what I, uh, like the guy who won for best editing. Um, that was only his second movie. That was only his second movie. Hey, let me find out his name. Um, while Kelsey just kind of, which I thought about. it was funny because um, best director obviously went to the Daniels, mm-hmm. and that was only their second feature. Yeah. Um, before that, they did uh, Swiss Army Man, and before that, it was music videos. Paul Rogers, that's his name. So Paul Rogers, from what I had uh, read, he learned. So he learned Adobe After Effects mm-hmm. just from tutorials online. Yeah, and like yeah, that, and then he was like, oh yeah, I got an Oscar for it, <laughs> and he didn't have to pay <laughs> for school. <laughs> And that's that's one of the arguments I've I've always heard I've always heard two sides of this argument that you should go to film school and then the other side is you don't have to go to film school mm-hmm. you just got to have the drive and just like the knowledge to like to just to make your movies to do what you want to do honestly that's how I know about eighty percent of the or maybe even ninety percent of the shit I do at work mm-hmm. on um, PowerPoint InDesign Illustrator yeah I can just fucking look it up oh yeah, yeah this is what I want to do okay cool. Uh, who else? Uh, Jamie Jamie Lee Curtis won for Best Supporting Actress, which is no. Uh, she went to Angela Bassett. At least, if not her, she went to... Um, the girl who played um, Michelle Yeoh's daughter. Uh, it really should have gone to her. Yeah, it should have went to... Jenny's. Oh, uh, Stephanie Sue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot. that's the thing. A lot of people were just like... They like, but you, my, but you said the Academy owes Jamie Lee Curtis one. Yeah. Okay. So I wanted Angela Bassett to win because out of all those the uh, performance from the supporting actress, that one hit me the most. Especially like she did that huge speech, um, that's like in the trailers. Uh, you know, she says like, you know, I'm the queen of the most powerful nation in the world. You know, blah blah blah. That's like a that's a badass speech, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, I did this editorial of like who I think was going to win and who will probably win because fuck because the academy makes some fucking dumb decisions sometimes mm. aka green book <laughs> yeah uh but yeah i said like jamie the curse is gonna win because the oscars feel like they owe her one or some shit like that and then she ended up winning yep the only the only the only one i got wrong on both both sides is uh best animated film which was pinocchio Okay. Game of Toros. um because i thought marcel the shell was gonna win if mm-hmm. not it was gonna be turning red because it's a disney Oh no! It's it's like Disney or no? It's a Pixar. There you go. It's a Pixar film. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, you know, normally Disney kind of wins or Pixar ever wins, always wins like every year. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was shocked that that one. It's a great movie. I just didn't think the Academy was going to go with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but there was there was a small amount of like Kelsey and I getting nervous because the, All Quiet on the Western Front won like best score or something like won, that. Won like best score. Um, Best adapted screenplay, I think. No, that went to women, women talking. Oh, and I predicted that one too. I, I well, one, I wanted Glass Onion to win, but I put down. But it's probably going to be women talking because the Oscars like some depressing shit. <laughs> and I was right. Um, what was the award that you're like normally when when this award is won, then you know who's going to win win Best Picture? Uh, normally, it's director. Um, it's best director, and no, that's, but it was before that because you're like, oh, they're already saying it's going to be all quiet on the Western. Front. Oh, because they were winning. Because if there's a number of awards that's not that's necessarily like all technical, but mm-hmm. some of it's technical and stuff like that, mm-hmm. then it's kind of telling oh, you. Oh, it was uh, production design. Yeah, there it was production design. Yeah, and like it gets to a point where like, all right, it's going to win for best picture. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and that's the thing. Another uh, so. Uh, people seem a lot of people, not a lot of people, but people like who are studying the Oscars and trying to predict who wins stuff like that. Yeah, it's normally like production design or maybe like a little bit more on the technical field. Mm-hmm. They might win Best Picture, but normally like a clear indicator, like one hundred percent clear indicator, is like um, Best Director, and it's like clearly they're going to go with Best Picture. There have been times that it's been completely off, mm-hmm. like out of left field. Like I believe, oh, like for example. Um, I can't remember who won for Best Director, but it was that year that Moonlight won for Best Picture. Mm. Um, but I can't remember who won Best Director. That It wasn't Barry Jenkins, though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but... Oh, what's his name? Ki-Hu Kwan? Mm-hmm. I was rooting for him. So glad he fucking won. Yep. Um, I know you and I didn't watch his speech when it was air, being aired, but I watched it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Oh, that boy was... It is some real inspirational shit. Yeah, he was. He said that like he was in, um, not in an in internment camp, but he was like in certain camps or something like that, like almost like prisoner, not prisoner, but like immigration camps and stuff like that. But he mm-hmm. was just like, I came here on a boat, immigration camps, blah blah blah, and look where I'm at. Like this is it. <laughs> like this is it. You know. Yeah. Um, another one that I actually really liked was um, Daniel Kwan, one of the directors. Um. He he says some really truthful shit, like um, because he had a, he has a son, mm-hmm. and he was saying like, you know what he was talking to his son like, whatever you do, I'm gonna be very proud of you. Don't use this as a measurement. This is like a freak, not a freak accident, but this is like a crazy thing that happens not too many people. So don't. Like, you know, he said this isn't normal. Yeah, there you go. This isn't normal. So he was like basically saying like, don't kill yourself. Like just do what you love and everything, mm-hmm. which. Um, and he was talking to about having anxiety and mm-hmm. needing to um, 
lean on the other Daniel to like help push him forward because oh, he has Schreiber. a lot of doubt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that was that was a really good speech, and uh, Kelsey and I were very excited to see them both win mm-hmm. or for win for picture and director and original screenplay too mm-hmm. like i said it's their second movie and they're like boom 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 boom, like knock on that shit right mm-hmm. um i got really excited when michelle yo won and i've been a fan of her work for like years mm-hmm. and uh, i'm so glad she won uh two reasons one is the last time a woman uh a woman of color won was holly berry like in 94 five or 96 or something like that mm-hmm. and then so michelle she's the first asian woman to win an oscar mm-hmm. like so she basically just made history yeah uh, which points to the obvious fact that it took 95 oscars for her to for an asian woman to win to win an award mm-hmm. which is like all right that's some very white bullshit yeah um so there's that oh and our, our buddy <laughs> yeah our buddy Brendan frazier <laughs> yeah uh um. I, that's so cool like mm-hmm. he cries every time he wins an award now <laughs> like, he cries every time <laughs> but would you would you not <laughs> i would especially what what happened to him over the years like mm-hmm. he was this very promising star um he got blacklisted because somebody i can't remember who the the guy's name but he was like the head of the foreign press mm-hmm. um had like sexually assaulted him and he was like no so the dude like blacklisted him and shit like that mm-hmm. and he he was hard for him to get jobs and he went through like a terrible divorce he had all these surgeries to like repair his body from, because the mummy put him yeah like, broke him yeah yeah and it was just like brandon frazier was he he was always working but it was always like direct to dvd or like small parts and shit like that mm-hmm. and then like he started coming back again like um i noticed his comeback in what's it called in doom patrol mm-hmm which I really enjoyed him in that show. And then he, like, comes back hard with uh, The Whale. Mm-hmm. And people, were, like, from since The Whale premiered, everybody was like, yeah, he's going to win an Oscar. <laughs> um, I think I saw something about him sort of appreciating the fact that he wasn't completely in the limelight for his whole career. Oh, yeah, he spent time with his, with his kids and shit like that. Well, not just that, but you have a tendency when you're hot shit when you're younger to become an asshole oh yeah absolutely and yeah. i think he's kind of aware of that yeah, yeah he's more humble um but yeah like i started getting teary-eyed once they started with you know best uh best supporting and you mm. know and then it went to like best lead mm-hmm. and, and i think i started getting teary-eyed with uh, michelle yo oh really yeah um and uh Best original uh, song. Oh yeah, it was Natu Natu. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> Kelsey and I love that movie, that RRR movie. Uh-huh. And that song, fucking banger. Uh-huh. And the the, the whole debt of, if it didn't win, people would have fucking rioted. Like, how is that not gonna win? I mean, Top Gun won. Um, oh, for best sound. Yeah, best sound design or something. <sighs> All right, because sure. we're like, oh, they're probably gonna give it to like Avatar, mm-hmm. which makes sense because yeah. they basically have to kind of like, oh, this is what this is gonna sound like yeah, for like, this world that doesn't exist. Yeah, they pretty much had to like, not necessarily create new sound, but like their blueprint was very minimal, minimal, mm-hmm. because it was like, oh, this is a world that has not existed. So what would what would this shit sound like? And yeah. so they had to like start from scratch. But they're like. 
now let's give it to uh, the movie that basically recorded planes landing and taking yeah, off for two it, years. Yeah, recorded jets. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of people thought uh, uh, Top Gun Maverick was going to win. Oh, Best Picture? Mm-hmm. A lot of people have thought that, too. It was a good movie. I'm not going to lie, but yeah. I don't think it was the best movie. Yeah. Um, were there any upsets um, other than All Quiet on the Western Front? It did win a couple of them that I was... Because they won um, Best uh, Production Design or something. Uh-huh. And I forget who was up against them, but I kind of thought it should have been... Um, well, I don't remember which ones are nominated. Um, let me see. So, so they were nominated. So, All Quiet was nominated for Best Adapted Picture. Uh, sorry, Adapted Screenplay. Uh, Best Picture. So, we know who won that. Oh, I, it did win International Feature Film. Okay, that's fine. Um, oh, no, win- it should have been uh, RRR, though. That was, surprisingly, that was not... Uh, nominated? That was not nominated. Because... Because um, the way how the way how it works is only uh, like they they open like they kind of opens the door for like uh, other countries for their international film feature category, but um, the country or wherever they have to they only allowed to pick one oh like just one you know and then maybe the people the country where RR is from which is I think it's like. I don't say India. I feel like I'm just generalizing it. Um, they didn't. They didn't put their their name in the hat. Oh. Um. So it won for best. I think it won for best original score. I think which won, I didn't agree with. Okay, here we go. This is this is the list. All right. So, uh, All Quiet on the Western Front won for best original score. Uh. It wasn't costume because uh, what's her name? Uh, something Carter won for uh, Wakanda Forever. Right, and that was like that's her second one because that's her, her first one, one was for the other the original Black Panther movie. Yeah, uh, let me see. And I I got kind of sad because her mom just died, <laughs> so mm-hmm. she's like. But then she's like, yeah, she was like ninety five. She didn't seem like crushed by it, so I'm like, she knew that it was her time. That doesn't say. When is Oscar original score? I know they won for something else. But it's not giving me like a straight up list. Well, it was score and it was production uh, production design. Production design? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Which I was, but I don't remember what else was nominated with that one. Mm. Because for production I, design? Yeah, because I didn't agree with them getting that one. Um, Let me look it up because we got to be getting this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oscar for uh, production design. Uh, let me see. Um, and, but I was crying at the end. Yeah, because that, that was the movie that you were just, you wanted to win. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. So this, so here was nominated. Oh, it's taking so long to load up. Well, the reason why I wanted it to win isn't just because the movie is so good, but it's a group of people that really believes in the movie mm-hmm. and they put so much positive energy and they love each other. And like, I just, I don't know. I get caught up in that. Uh, okay. So, uh, five Oscar. Okay. How five Oscar nominated movie sets were made. Okay. So one was, uh, all quiet in the Western front. Uh, another one was avatar, the way of water. 
the Fablemans. Mm-hmm. Elvis. Mm-hmm. Oh, Babylon. That's the one that, that we oh, wanted to win. Oh, that's the one we wanted to we win. We wanted Babylon to and win. And we wanted it to win um, the best score, too, and it didn't win. Oh, yeah, that's right. And that score was dope and as it, fuck. And it went to All Quiet on the Western Front. That's, that's why we got mad. Right. Yeah, that's right. Oh, man. And and that's the thing. All Quiet on the Western Front, their score was like, boing, like some Hans Zimmer shit. Like, yeah. Boing, like, oh, fuck. Whatever. Like I said, sometimes the Oscar, well, not sometimes, most of the time, they say they make some stupid ass decisions. Yep. But they they pulled it out in the end. No, they they actually they actually did it right this one time. This one time. Yeah. Next year. No. I know. It's going to there's going to be like a backlash. Like we're going to get like a green book 2 situation or some <laughs> shit. Oh, my phone went off. <laughs> they found it on the web. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. We're, we're, all right. All right. All right. What do we got next? <laughs> next, we're going to do our recent review of Scream 6. I had this secret. There's a darkness inside of me. It followed me here. And it's going to keep coming for us. We share a certain history. This isn't like any other ghost face. What is this place? A shrine. We've got to lure him in. We execute him. The synopsis is, in the next installment, the survivors of the Ghostface killings leave Woodsboro behind and start a fresh chapter in New York City. Directed by Matt Bettinelli Oldpine. Uh, Tyler Gillette. It's it's written by James Vanderbilt and Guy uh, Busick. It stars Melissa Barrera, Jenna Ortega, Jess... Uh, Yasmin Savoy Brown and Mason Gooding. You sure it's not Tyler Gillette, the best a man can get? You know, that was fine. <laughs> no, I think um, I'm going to shut it down. You're going to leave. Never going to see you again. No, you're going to leave. My apartment. <laughs> For now. <laughs> Till I move out. <laughs> <laughs> then it's mine. I, I'll claim it. <laughs> uh, all right. The sixth uh, film in the Scream franchise. Kelsey, what's your overall thoughts on this one? Um, I liked it Mm -hmm. for the first two acts. Mm -hmm. And then I wanted to um, leave the movie early. (laughs) Into the third act? Yeah. It was like, I got kind of pissed. I was like, I'm done. That third act was pretty stupid. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's go down the list. I like it's so stupid uh, that I actually almost spoiled it right now. Because oh. <laughs> I almost started explaining why I hated it. Uh, well, let's let's wait until the spoiler section. Let's wait until the spoiler section. Okay, all right. Um, uh, okay, other other than the third act being shit, what what other over? Like you say, you like the you liked about two thirds of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what did you like about those two thirds? I like that you get more of the relationship between Sam and Tara. Yeah, that that was really lacking in the... Uh, the first one. No, the, the fifth one. Well, yeah, the first one with them in it, I meant. Yeah, yeah but let's, for the sake of this review, let's say the fifth one. <laughs> yeah. People be like, what? No, well, what we'll do is we'll say and scream, and then they have to figure out which one we're I talking know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um... 
I so I liked that, mm-hmm. and um, I liked Mindy. Oh yeah, played by. Uh, oh no, no no, never mind. You didn't put the other two really important, like other three really important characters. Who? The cop. Oh, you know what? That's my fault. Look, look, I've been fucking up this week, okay? Like every week. Every week with the Okay, my I'm sorry. My mistake. I like the um the roommate. Okay, Quinn. Yes. Um let me find the actress's name. Uh first so, of all, she's pretty hot, but also like mm-hmm. So okay, so Dermot Maroney played Detective Bailey. Um and then there was uh Liana uh Labrito Labrado, Quinn. That was the roommate. She was pretty cute. I feel like I've seen her in, in something. She looks a lot like Debbie Ryan. Who's Debbie Ryan? She was a Disney star. Oh, that's that's your that's up your alley. I'm. But she started <gasps> acting. Recently. That's why she looked familiar. She's in that. She's in one of your favorite movies of all time. Which one? Banana Split. Oh yeah. Yeah. She. I think she's like the the best friend or something. Like yeah. She's no no. She yeah. She is the best friend. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh sorry. They made cut you off. Um, but she is, um, like, she plays a cool, be- like, cool friend and, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's something really, like, chill about her. Mm. Bless you. <sighs> um, let's see. Um, I, I think the kills were cool. Like, mm. I don't know and I don't think Scream is really known for, but it's, like, even in the older films, mm. the kills were pretty graphic, but they weren't very bloody. They were a lot. They, they were, were like, "Oh, that looks like it hurts." Yeah, they were more from from what I remember. They were more suggestive. Like you would see, the, like you would, you wouldn't see the knife go in, and you and you, but you know that person got stabbed, and then mm-hmm. they would show the knife, and it's just in them. Yeah, sort of like, oh my god. But yeah, like <clears throat> this one, I think I don't say I think I know this one is the goriest out of. All the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, even more gorier than part five, mm-hmm. where a particular character gets murked hard yeah. in that movie. Um, and this one, the stabbing was more frenzied. Like, yeah. like there was a lot of anger behind it. Yeah, there, there was a lot of hectic, like... <laughs> <laughs> it was actually kind of funny. Especially, yeah, like, especially like the third act. One yeah. particular person gets like... Shake the shit out. <laughs> um, not really giving it away, but there's mm. a a subway scene mm. that I thought um was kind of cheeseball. Really? I, I mean, I liked it, uh-huh. but at the same time, I'm like, this has been done before. Mm-hmm. And also, um, like I get the whole play on like how big cities react to like trauma but i just mm. felt like it was overdone like it wasn't realistic mm-hmm. so it was like kind of dumb like they it could have been really awesome mm-hmm. it was cool but like then it kind of flattened um and here's the thing that subway scene i actually really liked it um for for the most part of the movie i didn't feel like you know like when you watch a horror movie you feel like the intensity in the scene or you feel a bit nervous like oh this person gonna die or wins such and such is gonna show up or whatever mm-hmm. that scene i was like i like how they're doing that scene like mm-hmm. especially like how the lights are coming on they're going off and how um there's multiple people in that subway that are in like halloween costumes so that like this is in the trailer 
Um, yeah, but there's like they're wearing costumes and stuff like that, so you're just like, I don't know mm-hmm. when the threat's gonna come or how they're gonna come or stuff like that. So that I actually really didn't. I I this. liked that part. That's mm-hmm. the part I liked. Mm-hmm. I don't like what happens after that. <laughs> okay. Because like no one seems to notice. Oh yeah. At all. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, I get that people in the city don't notice or care about things but when you're in close proximity mm-hmm. on a fucking subway mm-hmm. people are gonna be running away fucking screaming that's true like yeah. what the fuck uh but, you know it, it, it people didn't notice because of plot <laughs> um all right so acting wise mm-hmm. anybody catch your attention anybody that you enjoyed um. Well, I liked uh, the girl who played Quinn. Acting wise, she was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Like I said, her name was or is Liana uh, Libretto. Melissa Barrera, I actually thought was good this time. She was kind of annoying in the f- in five, but mm-hmm. this one she actually like. Made- I actually thought she was more annoying in this one. Really. Yeah, because like, because like, so I like I liked their performance in Scream Five. Like I like how they were like they were they were passing on the torch. Um, how the character was like her past, her her relation to like somebody in the past and everything like that. I thought in the fifth one it like worked right. In the sixth one, in the, in yeah Scream Six, she came off as very annoying. Um, like how she's like trying to protect her sister, uh, played by Jenna Ortega, and how almost to a point where like you wanted to tell her like the fuck off or something like that, mm-hmm. like almost like this weird possessive type of thing. And I get, I get it. Like they had dealt with like this situation in the previous movie, but like at the drop of the hat, like we gotta leave town, like just that. I think her acting was fine. I think her how she was written wasn't mm, okay. I think that's what the issue that you're having is her writing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would, I would definitely say that. Um, and I can't take Jenna Ortega seriously at all. <laughs> Why not? Because she's, t- she's tiny. She has a very young voice. She sounds like she's still twelve. Hmm. Um, and they kind of like minimize her more. Like she in this one. In this one. Really? Yeah. Like, cause in five, she's in a lot of pain and she's scared. And I loved her acting in that one. Even though oh, okay. she could take it over the top. So you mean like acting wise, like they minimize it? They minimized her as a person in six. Because she's old enough, she's mm. going to college, but you'd swear she's still 12 years old and in need of babysitting. Hmm. Like she's yeah, trying so to be her own person, yeah. but for most of the film, they're mm. just trying to protect her. I don't I don't fully agree with that. Um I think I tell you, I think in five it was a lot. It was a lot worse for the character. Like I felt like she was like a plot device, and, and like she she essentially was like the MacGuffin, in in, in part five, um, where in six, you know, like they like they actually started exploring like the relationship between the two and how like they're trying to like connect and stuff like that and mm-hmm. how one person is dealing with trauma and the other person's not dealing with it and how they're like they're clashing with it mm-hmm. that i was actually i thought that was actually well done or better done this one than in the last movie yeah i think it is but i, I just think that 
her acting in the first one was better and mm-hmm. and like that's the thing at to, least she was she was uh, like in high school i think uh so yeah like she definitely uh, like i think that fits uh, and this one she's in college and mm-hmm. she's still like in fr- like a freshman like in in high school or something like i just mm-hmm. felt like she didn't grow up with mm-hmm. everybody else okay that's it. Yeah, Be- yeah because I can see that. her older I can see that. sister is treating her like she's mm. young, and I just feel like she was struggling to mm. find her woman voice. You know, like or, uh, her her own I- her identity. identity yeah. yeah, like, and I just kind of was like, it doesn't fit. Mm, okay, I can see where you're coming from. I don't, I don't fully agree with it, but I, I, I see where you're coming from. Like I yeah. said, I actually like, I, like her performance. I think actually improved because all I'm picturing her in part five is she, she just keeps falling down. <laughs> or and like screaming or, yeah or crawling or some shit like that like can you do something with her <laughs> come get your girl i know, <laughs> I know. come get your girl <laughs> um yeah but i i can see what you're saying because compare her compared to the other characters like mm-hmm. mindy and chad and um like quinn and i forgot what was who was a. Uh, I forgot Mindy's girlfriend's name, stuff like that. Yeah, she did come off as very like kiddish and like yeah. like naive and shit like that. And I think it's funny because they almost switched, right? Where mm-hmm. Sam was like trying to figure out who she was in mm-hmm. in five, and now she's and it's almost like Tara was stronger in that one mm-hmm. because she's like, I went through this shit, but I'm still fighting. Yeah, and then it it flipped. I yeah, feel like it flipped, mm-hmm. and so that's why I feel like there was a regression. But you also found Sam more annoying, and I think they're we're coming from the opposite sides, mm-hmm. but we mean the same thing. Like they both um, affect each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So, what did you think of the directing? Um, this is the same duo who who directed Part Five. Um, I'm not a fan. I felt kind of frenetic mm-hmm. it was just like they were everywhere all the time i so this so scream five like barely came out last year uh-huh. right and normally if there's a sequel you know to anything there's at least maybe like at least a two to three year time like gap mm-hmm. right because they have to work on the script they have to make sure the setting like it's all this stuff right there i had like the core cast cool and all but there still is time to work on the script to like make sure it's good. Mm-hmm. This one seemed rushed as shit. Mm-hmm. Like the script, like, um, oh, I'm sorry, I'm, gonna, I'm, t- I'm talking about script. And I asked about directing. Even the directing seemed pretty rushed as shit. Yeah, that's what I was saying. They're just the bouncing everywhere to the mm-hmm. point where I'm like, who is this person again? Mm. Um, like the the guy, um. Ooh, oh, Ethan Landry, I think. Yeah, the the friend, the the nerdy guy. The yeah. Mm-hmm. He, for the most part, I'm like, who is he? I know, right? Seriously, where did he come from? Who is he friends yeah. with? Yeah, exactly. Like, I just couldn't connect some of the dots because we're just everywhere all at once. Mm-hmm. Then, um, what's her name comes back too. It just didn't make sense. Oh, Hayden Panettiere. Yeah. <sighs> you heard. Like, I did not hide it. You heard me. You heard and saw me laugh my ass off. Yeah. When, like, and this is not a spoiler or anything, she's an FBI agent. Uh-huh. And I'm like, 
what <laughs> yeah and then and then what happened when you were like laughing and then i wasn't because i'm like why is oh because you didn't recognize her yeah why <laughs> even though and it's not it's okay this is gonna give you guys an idea kelsey and i had actually watched all the screen movies like leading up to this like i had seen like one three four right so and I, I had only seen three you only seen three uh some would say arguably is like the worst one um so i hadn't seen two and five because i i was just like i don't i'm not a fan of this the screen franchise um but we sat down and watched all of them like in what less than a week yeah because we were like mainlining this shit right yep. so the fact that we saw four when did we see four? We saw four on Sunday. Sunday. We saw mm-hmm. four on Sunday, and we watched five on Monday, and then we watched the sixth one on Tuesday. So not even two days go by, and you're like, who is that? Yeah, because she had so much plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. First, I already have a hard time recognizing people to yeah. begin with. Yeah. And that's why I feel stupid sometimes, too, when you're like, you know who that person is. Mm-hmm. I'm like... And all they did was change their hair color. And I'm like, I have no fucking idea who that is. Yeah. yeah. Like, she had so much plastic surgery, she could have been someone completely different. Yeah. Like, she looks mm. weird. Yeah, I, I, can, I can totally say that. The funny thing is, check this out. The funny thing is, um, she almost was not in the movie, like, at all. Um, the reason why is, one, she hadn't acted in five years. Okay. Mm. And um, they couldn't, like, the, the production literally could not contact, they couldn't, they didn't know how to get a hold of her. Mm. Uh, because, like, she didn't, have, she didn't have an agent or anything like that. And, like, she's not really online and stuff like that. So, like, just by chance, they, like, knew somebody who knew somebody who knew her. Oh, okay. And, like, brought her on and stuff like that. Because from, from what I heard, they wanted her to come back for five. But, like I said, they just couldn't fucking find her. Uh-huh. So then now they brought her back in six. But the weird thing is, like... They, I feel like they only brought her back for six because Nev Campbell wouldn't come back. Probably. And and I say this because the the like the legacy characters like they're slow they're like dwindling like, um, you know like what happens to Dewey in the in the fifth one and then the fact that Nev Campbell she like publicly stated she was like I'm not coming back to this movie I'm not coming back to the franchise and she said that because they wanted to. Uh, they didn't realize the value of this. Oh, I'm sorry. They wouldn't give her her value. She, Nev Campbell has been in every single screen movie. She's been the center character in all these fucking movies, except for like five. Five, they were changing it up and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. So she was just like, I'm not doing this movie because you guys aren't, you guys aren't paying me the, the amount I'm owed. Like, I essentially like carry these fucking movies mm-hmm. and you're not paying me this much. So she was like, all right, I'm not doing this. Well, I kind of got that sense in five anyway, mm-hmm. and I'm surprised they even brought Gail back. Like, I think mm-hmm. at that point, they already mm-hmm. had the legacy characters in five, mm-hmm. and they were more side characters in that one. That's true. So I, I kind of figured they were done with them anyway, and mm-hmm. I was surprised to see Gail, and I was actually kind of annoyed by it. Oh, that she showed up in the second, yeah. the sixth one? Yeah. Yeah, like, she didn't really she didn't really need to be in this movie. No. Like, they had Arlie Savage in five, like, all right, these are the new characters, this is the new ghost face, like, all that kind of stuff. We're going to keep the ball rolling, but we're going to do a brand new crowd and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Made sense. It's like, um, 
uh, it's like the Star Wars films. You know, you bring, uh, and Mindy even makes a, a reference to this too in the movie, but you bring in a legacy, legacy character to like pass the torch. Mm-hmm. They did that in all three of those Star Wars movies. Makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. So you have the characters in five, pass the torch, and then like Gail shows up again. And mm-hmm. it's really just like, you didn't really add a whole lot to it. It's like Brett Favre. Yeah, exactly. Like, clearly you should have retired. And, and then he does retire, and then he unretires, and yeah. then he retires again, and he unretires. Yeah, like. yeah. Um, and to tell you the truth, like, I didn't mind Hayden Panettiere coming back. I thought, I one, I was just like, I thought it was funny that she came back, but I can understand why they want to bring her back. Like, oh, let's bring somebody who might be so live in, like, the previous movies. Mm-hmm. And I, like, not, not going to, like, two or three or anything like that, but, like, let's not try to go too far back. Because we're setting up like all this stuff for the future, mm-hmm. um, but no, they brought Gail back. I and I honestly believe they brought Gail. They brought Courtney Cox back because like they were like, "Hey, you want to be in this movie?" And she's like, "Yeah," like that's it. <laughs> I you know, she's. I don't like looking at her at all. Mm. I don't see. I don't like seeing her in the movie. I don't mm. think her acting has ever been that great in this yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, I've always found her character annoying as fuck. Mm. So, I really don't like her. <laughs> um, like, I really think they should have retired her after five. Yeah, especially like what happened. What happened to Dewey? You're just like, all right, she's gonna be like one. She's gonna be out of this. Yeah. You know how convenient Gail's in New York. <laughs> Supposedly New York, you know. Yeah. Well, no, she. I'm sorry. They did establish her being in New York. In like three. No five. There you go. It was five because he yeah. was like, I left you. Yeah, yeah. Because I ran away and you went. To, you were in New York and I couldn't hack it. Yeah, she, whatever. And, you know, <laughs> and um, I don't know if it's actually in the trailer or not, so I'm not really going to spoil it. But mm. you know, I just feel like she didn't have enough time. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um. All right. Before we go in the, in the spoilers, um, I feel like we got to talk about the writing. It's, it, we we, you know. You were if, already saying it's rushed. <laughs> yeah, the writing was rushed. Um, I was enjoying it at the beginning mm-hmm. because, I like how the fifth one dealt with Sarah's connection to a particular person. Oh, I'm sorry, Sam. Sam's connection to a particular person. Person. And this one, they started getting into the psychology of her. But I felt like they didn't go deep enough. They did not go deep enough, and they were just like, "Fuck it," like. It was like they, a plot they, point that they didn't even use. Yeah, like they like got into they like I said they started getting into it and they just dropped the ball like not even into the second act they just dropped the ball in this it, shit. It was like it wasn't a not like a not an issue until the mm. very end. They're like, oh yeah, remember the <laughs> yeah. thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, actually, I'll hold on to that because I think I I heard I heard somebody's opinion about what her character does at the end mm. and i was like laugh myself i was like yeah that makes sense but i let me write it down so i don't forget it <laughs> um um and then the writing um i kind of like the opening scene because it kind of was different mm-hmm. than um th- what they've been doing mm. but also it was kind of stupid at the same time yeah especially like um the victim that they the because at the beginning of every screen movie there's like a phone call you know you like scary movies or whatever there's a victim like whatever right mm-hmm. and oh except for 
four. They they had multiple openings, right? Which I thought that was pretty clever. Um, and in this one, they were still trying to change it up a little bit. They were trying to cha- do the beginning a little bit different, where like the setting is in a bar and somebody going on a date and stuff like that. And they kind of like they like let that go for a little bit. I was like, okay, cool. This is different. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm actually enjoying this, right? Um, and then I liked the twist at that beginning, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was working. But none of that's explored later. They just like use it and like, all right, we got your attention. Exactly. They're like um, that's the shiny penny thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it was uh, superficial, and there was mm-hmm. really literally no reason behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, that and it's funny. I want to bring it up. Sam Samara Weaving. Mm-hmm. She's the professor. Yeah. It's funny because I was thinking about her either in four or five. Because there's a girl who plays the girlfriend of. Um, Oh, it was five. Mm-hmm. Chad's girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And it, she made me think of her because they have similar eyes. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's funny that she's in this one because I was like, huh. It. Um, I didn't realize this until uh, earlier today that uh, Samara Weaving, that's how you said her name, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why she's in this movie is because... Um, Oh, I can't remember the name of the production company. It's the produ- It's the same production company that put this together. Is the same one that did Ready or Not. Oh, okay. Which you, you and I both love. And I immediately movie. I saw her and I was thinking about Ready or Not. Yeah. I love that fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, but yeah, that script could have... That script was rushed as shit. Yeah. It needed more rewrites. Like a lot. <laughs> um, Alright, you want to hop into the uh, spoiler section? Oh, hit paper. Yeah. Well, at least you didn't hit the mic. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're going to get into the spoiler section. We're going to talk at great lengths uh, about Scream 6. So if you don't want to be spoiled, here's a spoiler bumper right about now. All right, I'm going to start off with something I thought, something that worked in five and had no point in six. Mm -hmm. So in five, they talk about the fact that Sam is the daughter of Billy Loomis. Mm -hmm. Okay. Already the idea is kind of far-fetched, but it was understandable. But it's all right. Okay, it works. It's part it works. of the franchise. Yeah, it's, you know? it's something different. They're doing something different. Okay, cool, mm-hmm. cool. I like that. He did not need to come back for the sixth one. <laughs> no, like, no, it was so stupid. Well, he came back for five too. No, no, no. Like I, I, but that's the thing. It was that reveal and like the the psychology of of Sam. Like, oh shit! It, it, I understand why she would like feel this way and everything. And she might see her. Uh, her dad and like he might be in her mind and everything. I thought it was cool, but like the fact that he his 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 I don't know ghost or whatever shows up again in this one. It's like you no, know, we got it. We fucking got it. Okay. So I thought he looked stupid as fuck in the fifth one. Yeah, That's I, why I was like, yeah. I don't know if they really needed to bring him back. Mm-hmm. They could have just used his voice. That would have worked too. Yeah. Um, and then. I, I, I honestly I feel like they 
they didn't they didn't just use his voice because maybe people would have been like, oh, well, who is that? So, you know what? Take that back. They could have used his voice. It could have just been the voice in her head, right? Mm-hmm. Then the reveal is, oh, he's it's Billy Loomis. That's her father. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Mm-hmm. And then in six, you see him again. And he does this weird thing where, mm-hmm. like, she sees him in her reflection. Mm-hmm. And he's not saying anything or he's saying you can do it or whatever. But mm-hmm. it's very much like there's no connection. Um, you don't know whether he's supporting her or telling her that she's trash like him, but you mm-hmm. don't really get a sense of either. So why is he, what is he giving her support for? I don't exactly know. Mm. To do murder? I know, but it's not, it's not like, like with any feeling, right? Like, mm. like if I want you to kill someone, just like I kill people. Yeah. Like. Yeah, like, you can fucking do it, like, you know. Mm. Or if I want to support you, like, yeah, you can use this gift that I gave you Mm -hmm. to protect yourself. Mm -hmm. There's no emotion there either. So, like, what is he doing? Yeah, what is the point? Actually, you know, know, this is is the point of Billy Loomis, okay? Mm. And this is not, this is, I'm just adding to it. Um, Or is it? I think it was Jeff Kanata from the slash. Oh, sorry, Jeff Kanata from the Philcast. He said, um, apparently, if you're the <laughs> if you're the daughter of a serial killer, you get superpowers, super killing powers. <laughs> That's what happened. She like like that point where she's like shanking the sh- well, even in five when she's like killing the fuck out of Richie mm-hmm. or killing the fuck out of like the detective. It's like yeah 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 like that right yeah <laughs> which. You and I saw that at the end. It was because, you know, Detective... uh, Bailey. Detective Bailey. It's like one of the killers. You and I were laughing our asses off when he was getting shanked. Yeah. Like, repeatedly, like, all right, we got... We fucking got it. (laughs) Like, I feel like you're stabbing me now in the brain. (laughs) Um, Oh, okay. So, the opening, what we were alluding to earlier. Um, So, I, I was enjoying that opening because, one... You know, they do the whole, like, well, one, okay, Samara Weaving, she's a prof- she's an associate professor, right, mm-hmm. of horror, of film, right? And she specifically studies horror films, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Why did you do that if you had this woman walk into an alley, into a dark alleyway, like, following the exact trope that she should know what to do? It's like you're, like, you're insulting somebody's intelligence, um, there's two different things. Mm-hmm. Um, one, mm. it's not like that alley was tiny or that dark or mm-hmm. that people couldn't see down it. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. I didn't think it was that isolated. Mm. I don't, and so I think that was probably an issue for me. Mm. They should have made it a little bit more of an intimidating alleyway. Mm. Also, so so with that being said, you just walk down alleyways just depending on how how wide. well lit it is and how wide it is <laughs> i would even fuck with that i don't care there might be somebody well in this case there was uh ghost face hiding like in a in an alley that but wasn't, it wasn't even ghost face well no you know it, it doesn't matter she was she got murked <laughs> okay so the other thing is that uh, because she's a professor uh-huh. and because she knows there's horror movies they mm. are movies mm. and they're fascinating mm it's the whole art of it so i think she just kind of feels like they're really great stories to pick apart 
Mm. And that shit doesn't really happen in real life. They're horror movies. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. And this in in this world, in the Scream world, where they establish that the stab movies exist, you would kind of take, you know, and the stab movies start the same. Um, you know, what's your favorite scary movie and shit like that? So I would figure everybody would be like paranoid as fuck if some if they got a one if they got a phone call from a disembodied voice, mm-hmm. and two walk to an alley where they're like, oh no, come down this alley, come down this alley. I think that most people mm-hmm. don't think about things like that. Yeah, most people are dumb. Well, she mm-hmm. like she knows about the stab movies. Mm-hmm. She's not a big fan of those. Yeah, that's true. I, I think like, she did I feel say like that. she's very removed from the actual events of what happened. Mm-hmm. And um, those stab movies are cheesy. So she's yeah. not like, I don't know, like there there are all kinds of movies out there. Do you mm-hmm. do you believe in every single one that you watch? No, but as a horror fan, I do like read up on like certain movies and i'm like oh that was like based on true events and shit like that and i'm sure her would have been like these stab i mean it, it wasn't like these stab movies were like fictional from the jump like there are people who like knew these these movies were based in some form of reality but she's also in new york city not in that's true that is another that i you know what when you were talking i was just like yeah she was in new york so maybe she thought that you know ghost is in here or some shit like that yeah that's a possibility because most of the murders happen in Woodsboro. Woodsboro one and one ex, uh, exception was like Hollywood. Yeah, and that's like it. Um, so anyway, so that's that's one problem I had. I did like how um the killer reveals himself. I like begin- that. Yeah, that's always just like oh shit. Okay, I kind of felt like I'm he was gonna do that because I'm like he's sticking around too long. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like normally when the when these movies start, it's like. And they, they did the exact same thing where, like, Ghostface, like, slashes the person. And it's like, boom, scream, whatever, right? But you actually see the slash happening. I was like, oh, this is diff- This is going to be different. And yeah. the, I, my expectation, expectations were... Higher. They were getting higher. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, all right, I'm liking it. Um, and then it just evolved. <laughs> yeah, he got to that apartment. And I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah, yeah. And the real Ghostface was like... Doing it, it started doing the same but thing. But like, and then it's like, how did he know about that guy? I would say because you know, no, like I get, I get it now because yeah. of the the um, Ethan Landry. They were in the same that's, class together. That's true. That and like the fact that like his father was the detective, mm-hmm. so maybe like they work in and what's it called. In tandem? Yeah, in tandem with each other. So it makes sense with that. But I felt like the statement that they were, that that Ghostface was saying, like, oh, you're just a poser. You know, Mm -hmm. you're not doing the real, you know, you're not the real killer, real um, Ghostface. Mm -hmm. Just like, yeah, you're not the real Ghostface either. That's what I think. (laughs) Every time the new movie comes out and they're Uh. like, yeah, well, Ghostface, like, I killed you last time. What do you, no, you didn't kill him last time. It's a different (laughs) fucking person. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> if you crack all your knuckles. I know, right? I'm like, because we're getting, we're getting closer to that third act discussion when I'm like, fuck. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Gail coming back. Do you want to th- talk more about that? Actually, before we get into that, um, let's talk about the, uh, what's it called? Um, the subway scene. Okay. Um, so, like, to me, these movies are not intense. Like, they... The one they don't they don't scare and I and I get it they're they're like a horror comedy type they're a parody of comedy yeah and they're like I mean a parody of uh, horror 
Yeah, well, now I almost say like parody horror because it's like scary movie, but they're but they're 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 like super meta. Well, I think scary movie is a parody of a parody of a horror movie. No, I would. No, I would. I, here, well, here, check this out. So I would argue that scary movie is a parody of, especially the first one. It's a parody of Scream. And then the second one, they go into like Exorcist and they start like changing up and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll say it's definitely, I'll say Scary Movie is a parody of Scream because originally Scream was supposed to be called Scary Movie. Yeah. And so the parody picked it up. Gotcha. Yeah. Film knowledge. Ooh. <laughs> so stupid. Um, God, what was I going to say? But it is a parody of horror movies though because it knows what it is. And it keeps talking about stab one, stab two. Well, like, that's I won't say because when you say because when it's a parody, it's a comedy. Like it's a straight up comedy. But it when, is. But that's thing. It's not a straight. That's why I'm saying it's a horror comedy that comments on horror films. I felt to, to uh, see the difference. <laughs> <laughs> one is one is intentionally funny, uh-huh. and one is slightly intentionally funny. They're the same thing. It just depends on how you view it. All right. All right. I disagree with you completely, but whatever. <laughs> anyway. So, so what about the subway scene? Anyway, so the subway scene. Good. Now we're going back. The subway scene. I Okay. This is what I was getting at. Um, so, yeah. To me, like these, none of these movies are scary, right? There's no like intense moment for me or anything. I'm just like, all right. Someone's going to pop up. Here's going to happen. Someone mm-hmm. gets stabbed. Whatever. That subway scene actually started making me nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because if it, it it feeds into one of my fears of being trapped in a in a trapped in a tight um, spot with a bunch of people, mm-hmm. I guess because it was tapped into like my claustrophobia, uh-huh. um, and then the fact that like um, the group had like split had it s- split into two groups, you know, not by not on purpose, and it was like the fact that like they were on the subway with all these costume people, and there was even like some ghost face mask or people dress up at ghost face you're mm-hmm. just like i don't know where when it's coming for me so that i i really was enjoying me that too. I, I really did like i like that too and then with the lights coming on and off yeah exactly um and then ghost face was there and then he wasn't there and yeah. then he was closer and mm-hmm. then he was gone again like i really like that yeah so that that really worked out for me and i think that's when the, that's when the directing really comes in and here's another thing, the writing didn't really need, like, you can tell, like, this was, like, a great idea, and maybe they wrote in the script, like, oh, here's, like, idea of what happens in the in the subway, and the director was like, all right, I know I'm going to take this. Yeah. And that was it. And I, I don't know, I think that's when the creativity of it, like, something, not, I don't say something completely original, but something original to the franchise. Yeah. Was something that was desperately needed. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, so the Gale thing. She moved on from Dewey real fucking fast. Yes, and also is very annoyed because her boyfriend was just black boyfriend with muscles. With muscles that he had no name. He wasn't you even. You would swear she was with a shadow or some shit because like you never saw his face or anything. You didn't like learn that. his name. You mm. didn't see his face. He didn't look like he put up any fight at all, so mm-hmm. he's a fucking idiot and a pussy. Yeah, and then they, there was, like, no establishment. Like, they they didn't establish that she had, like, moved on at all during the movie, like, mm-hmm. at all, until, like, you see her at her apartment. And it's like, oh, okay, I guess she moved on from Dewey, the person she was madly in love with that she still thinks of, mm-hmm. that 
Ghostface has fucked with her and being like, do we die? He bled out like a stuffed pig and, you know, oh, okay, you know, like just like in a year, like maybe in a year's time. She's just like, all right, like I'm done. Yeah. On to the next guy. Exactly. Um, and and I'll mention this now and then we'll talk about it into the third act. Actually, you know what? This will lead into the third act. It annoyed the fuck out of me that they didn't just fucking kill her. Yes. That's actually what I was going to, I was like kind of saving that for the end actually, because mm-hmm. it's not the only thing like that, that they did mm-hmm. because of Mindy. There was Mindy. There was Chad. Chad got shanked the fuck out. Like, like you would swear he was dead. Yeah. He got like, he got tag teamed on. Like they just, just go into town and you swear like he's fucking, like he's dead. Mindy's probably, and especially how Mindy got wounded. She it, like got stabbed and then they pushed the knife further into her and then mm. twisted it. Yeah, and like went up. Yeah, and went up. Like, yeah. like she got sliced in half. Yeah, and not even like 24 hours go by. She's like, okay, I'm back. Yeah, she's like walking around like normal. I'm yeah. fine. Hey, guys, how you doing? <laughs> I figured out who the killer Oh, I'm like, shucks. Exactly. <laughs> so stupid. Um, yeah, so, and Chad's there, and then, um, yeah, and then, um, Gail shows up. And you're like, what the fuck? Shows up. I mean, she doesn't show up, but she's not dead. <laughs> yeah, she's at the hospital. Yeah. Yeah, she's at the hospital. They're like, oh, yeah, Gail, Gail, make it through. And, like, why? Like, there was no point to, like, say, there was no point to say that she, like, I, I, like if, the, if she had, if they had killed her, much more impact until, like, oh, shit, not. And they had, like, uh, Mindy had said, like, oh, even the legacy characters aren't safe. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. One of them's gonna die. That's the thing. Yeah. I was like, oh, Gail's gonna die. Yeah. Or, um, I even kind of thought they might have killed, like, Tara. Because oh, the that would have been something. Sam. That would have been something, yeah. Um, but they didn't do that. And because the whole thing is they're like, yeah, it's a different, it's gonna be a different movie, mm. blah, 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 blah. And it was the same movie, but stupider. Yeah. Um, and like, like the core, like even like even in even like okay, even in the previous screen movies, right? Core there were core members were like dying. Like there's the first one you're establishing and everything, and the second one they killed Randy, right? Now like like Scream Two is not that great, but oh much great at all. Um, but Randy dies, and that's like a oh, holy shit! Like someone yeah. from the previous movie like die, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Scream Three. That's the Hollywood one. Not so much. Well, because of Cotton dying. Cotton died. Yeah. Okay. All right. Somebody who's been in three of the movies is third one. He becomes the he becomes the uh, what's it called inciting incident. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. All, all right. Right. Uh-huh. Fourth one. You can almost say who what was the fourth one? I'm trying to remember who died. So none of the none of the characters die now the core characters die but you gotta oh now i remember the twist in the fourth one where like you're finding out it was uh uh what's her name sydney's cousin i'm mean, sorry yeah her niece oh yeah oh no her cousin i'm sorry it was her cousin that was pretty intense because you're like because the way how they're setting up like oh she's gonna be the new cindy mm-hmm. oh she no, she's not she's the killer all right cool you're doing something cool with that right then the fifth one they killed dewey like fucking brutally kill him mm-hmm Okay, nobody's safe. This is great. Mm-hmm. G- 
Gail lives. What the fuck? Gail, Mindy, Chad, and I think almost literally everyone except for Mindy's girlfriend. Yeah, whose name is Plot. Like, no, even, her, her name is Annika, but like... Even Quinn. Yeah, even Quinn was like a fake out. Yeah. I, that was To me, that wasn't necessary. No. Um, which goes into how the third act shits the bet. One, another reason, because we've already given like two or three reasons. Yeah, but like, like I've they they do this stupid fake out thing with uh, um with um Hayden Panettiere. Oh, that she might be the killer. Yeah. Uh, which to me that made no sense already because she's so small <laughs> and kill. Clearly, the killer is like six feet tall or close to it, and I was like, and. I don't care what movie this is. Hannah Pantera is not throwing somebody through a fucking wall. No. So already I was just like, well, she's not the killer. She's she wasn't even believable in in uh, Heroes. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's true. <laughs> she was barely believable in this one. Um. So yeah, I hate that fake out thing. Mm. Like an, uh, stupid fake out things. Um. And then, so what were you gonna get to? Oh. Um. So I I haven't I haven't I haven't figured I haven't figured out the equation yet, but I'm close to figuring out. I have this I have this theory on how the Scream movies are like the Scooby Doo is the Scooby Doo franchise. It's like this generation Scooby Doo franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, and and one of the, one of the reasons I'm putting that together is at the end of every Scream movie has like this weird convoluted like. This is why we're killing people and all that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Which essentially like always leads back to Cindy, but it gets like weirder and weirder. Sydney, yeah, sorry, Sydney gets uh, more convoluted. This one was the fucking worst mm-hmm. about like how did the detective Bailey and you're gonna find out Quinn's related to Quinn's daughter, and then uh, which is what's the uh, Ethan? Ethan is, is like his son. son, and you're like, we're gonna kill Sam because she killed Richie, who was my other son. Just like what? <laughs> That's the thing. I think their big thing was like, oh, the fans are gonna love the switch up. There's three of them. I know. And I think everyone's like, no, <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, More does not equal better. Oh uh, yeah, I know exactly. Right. That's that's like saying. Uh, I'm trying to think. What, what was an example where like more equals better? Well, I mean, alien, aliens, that would equal better. But uh, Star Wars, usually. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, they try to be like, oh, there's, because how the Scream franchises go is, like, there's normally, like, two killers, except with three. The exception was just one. Mm. But, like, yeah, adding more killers to it, it doesn't make it any better. If anything, it makes it dumber. Yeah. Because it's like, did you, like, I would have been fine. Well, one, if Quinn died, if Quinn actually died, I would have been like, all right. Serious stakes being made. Um, but, like, and you could have just had Detective Bailey and Ethan, like, just come, like, be like, boom, mm-hmm. you know. Um, or not even Ethan. Like, let's say they killed Ethan in the in the apartment or in the dorm. And then Quinn's, like, alive. Or, uh, Quinn is the, uh, the daughter. Or, like, I'm sorry, Quinn is one of the killers. I think that would have worked out a lot better, too. But, like, having three people, it, it was fucking dumb. It's dumb as shit. Yeah. Um. What else? 
thought I was going to say something with that. About, um, about them, all three of them being. And that connection to Rich, it was so stupid. It was stupid. <sighs> I thought, um, Tara hanging off of that, um, balcony. Mm-hmm. With, you know, Sam just trying to hold on to her and she's like, let me go, you know, mm. just let go. Mm. So stupid. It took, it dragged on. Mm. And they were just hanging there. Oh, now and, I And then eventually she gives her the knife. <laughs> yeah, but you, you. And then you, as soon as she drops down, she gets stabbed. <laughs> she gets stabbed, but it's fine. She just walks it off. Yeah. She just walks it off. Like, that's, that's fine. Yeah. You know, Mindy gets her arm slashed. She just walks it off. <laughs> um. Yeah, shit was so... Oh, now I remember. Now I remember. Okay, so because we alluded to it in the non-spoiler section. Okay, so Sam gets superpowers whenever she thinks of her dad. (laughs) (laughs) And goes on a shanking spree. So she shanks the shit out of Detective Bailey. And I know this is supposed to be serious, but it was funny as fuck. Mm -hmm. It was just like... It it, it was just... She might... They might as well have been in a prison... Courtyard, just yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's it. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't stabbing; she was shanking. She was shanking. Um, uh, and you know, to, to brag a little bit, I had called the killer like 20, 20 minutes in. I was like, "That's the killer, and that's the killer." Like, yeah, but the, it felt like it. It kept switching, like because I was doing the same thing, mm-hmm. and then I would think I had it, and then they did stupid fake out shit. And it's like, yeah, that'd be cool. Mm. Except that it wasn't. Yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> um, so. Oh, you know what? <laughs> it, oh, they're going to make a seventh one. I'm hearing rumors that it's it's been greenlit. All right, if, if it's not rumors, it's probably confirmed now. Kelsey and I are going to say it right now as a, as a, in case it, we're going to say this right now in case it does come true. But we think that the next killer is going to be Sam's mom, which makes complete sense. That's who I thought it was in this one. Yeah, you and I were both like, oh, it's got to be her mom because X, Y, and Z. And we came up with some legit reasons why. Mm. So since it was the mom, it's going to be the mom at one point. Because it makes complete sense how Sam confronts her and who she thought was your dad, like, here's the truth. And it, like, pushes, like, he leaves and it pushes tear away and the sand and the mother leaves and stuff like that like it makes complete sense that the the next ghost face uh is gonna be uh sam's mom uh sam and tara's mom yeah um the 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 psychiatrist or whatever oh yeah dr stone mm-hmm. he um he was also on ready or not oh he played one of the he played the father right mm-hmm Makes sense. Makes and sense. And also, he was in. Um, I know he's in Revenge. In... Revenge. Mm-hmm. What movie is that? It's a show, actually. Oh, okay. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll go further back. He was in Mission Impossible One. I know. I saw that. And he's in Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One. <laughs> yeah. All right. We... <laughs> so, what, what do you what do you say? You think we should go check this out? I kind of say you should. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Yeah. Just um, make sure that you don't, um, don't, uh, like, get ready for the ending. Yeah, I, I would say Or maybe, like, walk out before it ends. 
Yeah, I would say the same thing. They should check it out. Um, just because you don't, you won't be spoiled, like on social media, because people are spoiling the shit out of this movie. Yeah. All right, we were on that for a while. Uh, what do we got next? Next, we're gonna do our variety time. <laughs> We're doing a retrospective. Um, we're going to look back at the Scream movies and see what our opinions are, mm-hmm. which one, how, like, how will we rank them? Mm-hmm. Um, so, and Mark's going to have to help me because we watched them all back to back. Like we did that with Rocky. I had, he wrote down a whole entire summary mm-hmm. of that franchise. Because I was like, I don't know which one's which. Okay. Um, okay, so what do you think of... I'm going to ask you this. What do you think of the franchise as a whole? I don't love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's like... Um, I grew out of it before... Because I only ever saw three. Mm-hmm. I think even by the time three came out, I was already like outgrown the premise. Mm-hmm. Especially because my mom always watches like procedurals and like really high energy like um, suspense things. Mm-hmm. So, and this isn't suspenseful to me at all. Mm-hmm. So, um, I I just don't I don't love it. Like my fifteen my fifteen year old loves it, and I honestly think that people of that generation mm-hmm. probably love it. But I don't mm. necessarily think that other people love, like love it, love it. I know um, it has a cult following, but I don't think it's mm. like strong like other cult followings. Well, okay, so I'll I'll say that um I'll I, I think I should correct you on this. It doesn't have a cult following. It's the movies have made like hundreds of millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Even though like Two and three were considered well. There's there's like this whole push for like two actually being good or whatever, um, but like some of these movies have made like hundreds of millions of dollars, right? Which is why they keep making these movies. There was even like a screen uh, TV series that I think lasted like one season or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. But as the movies progress, they've gotten worse over time, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but like it seems like whenever there's like maybe a new level they're taking. They just drop the ball, mm-hmm. you know, um, like the fourth one. The fourth one was interesting. I liked where they were going with that. And then the fifth one, I was like, OK, cool. I'm really digging this. And then six, drop the fucking ball. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when I'm thinking about the first three, like one, two and three. All right. First one establish itself. It like it's a new type of like horror film, new type of slasher, new take on slasher film. Right. Mm-hmm. And the second one established that like, all right nobody is safe we killed one of the characters like from the first one cool Mm -hmm. but that third one went so fucking dumb what about who the killer was and Mm -hmm. everything like that um actually i should preface this we're gonna be spoiling scream one through five Mm -hmm. like who dies and who's the killer and stuff like that um so yeah the third one where it's like revealed that sydney had a sorry uh sydney uh had a brother Mm -hmm. half brother and the fact that, like, the mom was, like, in Hollywood for, like, a couple of years or something like that. It was something weird. 
Yeah. Which is like, that doesn't make any sense. Carrie Fisher makes an appearance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Of course, she would be working in the basement of some building. She never sees the light of day and she's a smoker and she sounds like one. Yeah. And she doesn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Okay, so with that being said, you want to just kind of just do what which ones that we consider like the best? Okay, so you okay, so I'm gonna have you go first because I know I'm gonna have to walk you through this. Mm-hmm. All right, so the first one, mm-hmm. uh, you remember the first one, right? The, yes. I think the first one's simple, and then the killers were uh, Billy and Stu. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I think I remember the second one too. Yeah, the second one was when they were in college. Uh, J.D. Pinkett Smith and Omar Epps get killed. You know, killed two black people twelve minutes into the movie. Whatever. And Jada Pinkett Smith Smith was really fucking annoying. Yeah, let's let's go into the, the stereotypes on, on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, Randy dies. Jerry O'Connell's character, Derek. I almost called him Fred. <laughs> Derek dies. Sarah Michelle Gellar. I completely forgot Sarah Michelle Gellar was in that movie. Yeah. Um, I think they're just trying to put people in the movie, uh-huh. and they still kind of do it where they're like. Well, this person's hot at this time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. Like she's, you know, still on the heels of Buffy. Yeah. Like, oh, here's the first one. Huge hit. Now people are going to be running to the second one because it's like, let's get all these people in here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Timothy Oliphant shows up in this movie. Um, like I said, Jerry O'Connor's in here. Uh, Lee Shriver shows up. He has a more, like, prominent role and shit. Um, all right. So the killers are... Oh, okay. Let's actually rewind. The screen one... The killers are like Billy wants to kill Sydney because Sydney's mom, you know, slept with Billy's dad, and now the mom ran away. Right, like the sins of the mother, you know, affect the children. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, well, also she got the life that he wanted, or some shit. No, that was the third one. Oh yeah, Sorry. yeah. So you're right there, you're already mixing <laughs> them up. Uh, okay, so the second one, it's Mrs. Loomis. Oh yeah wild eye and shit like that oh, i'm gonna kill you you kill belly uh-huh. uh and then it was timothy oliphant's character mickey mm-hmm. just because he just want to be involved in murder yeah it's like how did they meet what did they yeah i know right like, okay all right so the third one they're in hollywood there's the tv the movie versions of the the core characters mm-hmm. and then you're gonna find out sydney had a uh brother half brother mm-hmm Makes no fucking sense. Whatever. All right. Fourth one. Legacy characters come back. Um, the killer is uh, Sydney's cousin, cousin, and her boyfriend. Which one? Which one was the director? That's the third one. Okay. Okay. And the fifth one was. That's when they start adding. That's when they start bringing in new people. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the killer was. Uh, Sarah's boyfriend, his girlfriend, Amber, and Dewey gets murked. Which you mean as, Sam? Wait, Sarah? No, Dewey. Okay. Dewey, he he gets stabbed in, in the in the hospital. No, I know that, but you were saying it was. Um, go back through what who the people were. Uh, Richie and Amber were the killers. Yeah. Okay, and then there's Sarah. Um, Oh, I'm sorry, Sam. <clears throat> That's why I was getting confused. You sorry, said Sarah. Yeah. Sam uh, is is the new Sydney. Uh, Jenna or, Jenna Jenna Ortega is Tara, the sister. Um, then it's like the whole reveal that she's Billy Loomis's 
uh, daughter from like out of wedlock and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, so what's your ranking? <laughs> so what's my ranking? Okay, yeah. first one's first. The first cream? Yeah. Okay. Um. Then I want to say, I know I hate the ending, but I want to say six is two. What? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm shocked with that one. But go on. I hate the ending, but it really did try to be like, it's more modernized and mm-hmm. like it was trying to be different for some of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Um, and then I think two, four. All right. So two is number three. Uh-huh. Four is number four. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I fucked that up. Okay, four is number four. Um, I remember you got three. Three can be last. And what do I have, five? Yeah, five, yeah. So that's fifth? I need to remind, I need to revise it. <laughs> okay. Because I'm like, where's five at? I like five can come after two. So then, okay, so that means you want. Uh, let me see. So one, four, five, two. Wait. Sorry. <laughs> oh, one, okay. Six. Okay. One, six. All right. Okay. Um, two. All right. Two. Two's in third. Mm-hmm. Five. All right. Five is in fourth. Four. All right. Four. Uh, is in fifth. And three. Okay, so three is in six. Yeah. <sighs> all right. All right, all right. So this is what I'm going to say. <laughs> you're going to be like totally different. And you're going to be like, Kelsey, you're stupid. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, do you think you can kind of summarize why you, why those are in those places? Yeah, um... Some of it is the uh, well. Let's say like part one. Like why? Like why is one? Why is one your top pick? Um, because they establish the characters, mm. um, and and uh, Nev Campbell is a pretty strong actress, and mm-hmm. she's able to carry it. Okay. And um, like, even though it's not like all of these movies are kind of stupid, mm. but it's still um, like it's still fun to watch. Okay. Yeah. All right. So why is why is six number two? Because we just spent like almost an hour ragging on it. <laughs> it's number two because it's modernized. Okay. Because I like the characters. Okay. Except for Hayden Panettiere. Okay. Um, God, you just hate that one. I I do. <laughs> I can't remember what it was, but I saw her one time. Mm-hmm. She was like, in, I don't know if it was a show or a commercial or something. Mm-hmm. She had broken her leg and she's just sitting in a... In like a like a lounge chair, like a beach lounge chair at the side of a pool. Just I don't know, talking. Oh my God. And right there you're like, fucking bitch. <laughs> um I like it because it's more modern. More I like modern, it because okay. of the opening. Mm. The fact that like go like it's it's in New York. It's in New well, York, so quote, we're unquote, so, yeah. New York. It's actually shot it was actually shot in Montreal, Canada, but whatever. <laughs> we're uh, um we're like yeah, different scenery, mm. different group of friends. Mm. Um, 
some of the like some of the acting is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the subway scene, mm-hmm. um, and then there's um, the idea that Sam, even though they don't execute it very well, mm-hmm. there's the idea that Sam can lean hard into like her father's legacy. Okay, all right. Uh, why why is two number why is two in third place? Um. That's the one where... That's the college one. That's the college one? Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I kind of like the Sarah Mich- uh, Michelle Geller scene. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> I don't know. Because even though it was she was really stupid, uh, I don't know what it is about her, but I always feel like I'm totally safe with you. Even though you're going to get marked. I'm like... Is it because she's Buffy? Probably. <laughs> I think it's her resting bitch face. Uh- <laughs> I'm gonna be saving you because you got a certain look. <laughs> she does. Okay, okay. Um, and the killers at the end were stupid. I honestly think most mm. of these films kind of suffer from, like, the reveal is really fucking stupid. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I. Have, so I can't like not. Mm. I can't exclude something because it has a bad ending. Mm-hmm. Then that's probably why you're surprised because six is in second for me. Mm, okay. Um. But yeah, I liked two because she was in college. Mm-hmm. Um, she was still trying to figure out like her place in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did kind of really think that she ran away crying a little bit too much. Who? Um... Nev Campbell. Oh, okay. Like, she was on stage doing oh, yeah, practice and yeah. shit. But I did like that scene a lot too, where they were. She was like. Mm. not sure who was who it was almost like the subway scene okay i got you i got you okay uh so why is five number uh why is five number number sorry why is five in fourth place um because it didn't have a very strong um establishing cast i guess Mm, okay but i like that they were trying to breathe new life into it Mm -hmm. and that's and then i liked uh jenna ortega Oh, okay. And I really don't like the actress for Sam at all. At all. Like, I just don't like her. I thought you liked her in, in the six. In the six. No, I just didn't find her as annoying as you did. Oh, okay. Um, Alright, so four is in fifth place. That's... Which one's that? That's the one where uh, uh, Sydney's uh, cousin is the killer. Yeah. Um, Mostly because I don't remember that one. Because I thought it was pretty boring, I think. I don't remember that one much either. All I remember is the reveal. I don't even remember that. I remember Dewey didn't have his limp anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like this one was just meh. Okay. Um, and that's probably why it almost ended the franchise for a while. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. almost killed the franchise. Okay. Um, so... Number three is number number three is the last one. Mm-hmm. So why do why do you just hate this one? Um, I think it has a lot to do with um, because this is the one where Dewey is with uh, Gail, right? That's this is the one where they're in Hollywood and Dewey's playing um, uh, uh, like an advisor on the the stab one of the stab movies. I think maybe like the first stab movie. But does he have a female deputy? No, that's. Four. That's four. That's why I hated that one too. That one. Oh, because the female deputy. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. The third one I didn't like because I hated. Um, you know, I just remembered. Hmm. 
We didn't talk. <laughs> hold on, hold on. We didn't. Because <laughs> 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 we're talking about all the characters in six. Uh, we forgot one character completely. The cute, cute guy? It was the deputy's son. We didn't, no, we talked about him. What happened to him in the sh- he was in the shower and what happened to the deputy in that one? Oh oh yeah, we did forget we about that one. Completely. Wait, which, which one was that one? F- I'm sorry, that was five. That's five. I'm sorry, that's five. I'm that, no, I'm mixing up my shit. That was five. Yeah. Okay. All right. But also, I was very confused because I had a hard time even knowing who he was supposed to be, other than her son. Yeah. I'm like, why are we do- following him? Yeah. I don't even know who he is. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Um. I really hated the girl that was uh, supposed to be um, Sydney Prescott. Oh, um, I know who you're talking about. I can't remember her name, though. I just felt like, because um, you kind of, you know how stupid Scooby-Doo is, like that whole, like mm-hmm. you watch one episode of that. Sorry, can- they're, I, I, I got to correct myself. They were on the set of Stab 3, not the first Stab movie. So oh. I, I just want to correct myself. That, this is 3. This is the third one. What is? Because earlier I said, like, they're on the set of Stab. Uh-huh. The first one, they're on the set of Stab 3. Oh. Yeah, sorry. I was just, I wanted to correct myself. Gotcha. Um, I mm-hmm. don't... I'm saying, okay, you know how the Scooby episodes can be... Like, you're kind of, You don't like that franchise very much, I thought, right? The Scooby-Doo uh, series? Yeah. The, the old cartoons I used to watch, yeah. But I th- I think that they can be kind of grating after a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but could you imagine watching a Scooby episode where there are characters that are playing the real ones, but they're st- even stupider and more annoying? I, I can picture that, yeah. Like, I don't like this movie because you already have dumb people and now you have more dumb people. Mm-hmm. Like turbo dumb. Yeah, and I'm just like, like I don't need this in my life right now. I have a teenager and a preteen. Like, no, I get you. Like, I don't need more stupidity. Mm-hmm. Even, so, I mean, I just basically called my children stupid, but um, they're not stupid. They're very uh, of their age. Yeah, but like they're easily influenced. <laughs> they are, and uh-huh. my older one constantly talks about all the kids at school. Yeah, and I'm, I'm just, I can't, I cannot. Yeah. So I just, that's partially why, like, I hate three. Mm-hmm. Um, it tries to be meta, but it's just uber it, stupid. It, oh, it over, it's over meta. It's so meta. It's, un, it's metal, metal. It's meta times four. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm like, I hate that one. That's it. Okay. I just right. fucking hate that one. All right. Um, all right. So. All right, so for me, it's going to be one. Mm. Like I said, it it like changes the slasher franchise. It comments, like you say, it's a parody. It comments on on the slasher franchise and everything and, and horror films. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when it came out, it like blew everybody away. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I to me, the top one is like the first one. Right. Um, second place is actually the fifth one. Okay. Here's why I like the fifth one. Um. They essentially, I mean, they didn't scrap the previous movies, but they were like, we're going to change. We're really going to change shit up. It's more of a reboot and not a. Yeah. 
um, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of a, yeah, it's kind of a reboot, but like bringing in the legacy characters and then like, I like the idea. Well, they call it a requel. Yeah. A requel. Uh, no, no, that's the sixth one is the requel, but this one, the, the fifth one was considered like the reboot. Okay. Um, but I like the idea that Sam, uh, was related to Billy Loomis uh-huh. and they started getting into the, the, the psychology of the character. You know, they were kind of like touching on it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I like, I actually did really like that. It takes certain tropes from the previous movies, but then that's that's what you do when you reboot. You just take things that worked. That worked and get rid of the stuff that doesn't. Yeah, yeah. And I, I like the fact they fucking killed Dewey. Like, it sucks that he died, but that, the, that reboot was like, no, we're going to start killing him off now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, um, like, like uh, Kylo Ren said, um, let the past die, kill it if you have to. Mm-hmm. And obviously, this 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 screen franchise was like we got to kill the past now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why, to me, number five is like second, right? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Let me see. There's two, three, two, three, four, and six. <sighs> All right, I'm gonna say number six is like my third one. No, oh, I'm surprised. Here, here's why. For about two thirds of the movie, it works. That's what I'm saying. It really does work. Some of it is, some of it is still kind of stupid, um, but, but not like out of the realm of how stupid Scream is. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're, it's like you're kind of like continuing. Well, nope. Actually, I'm gonna take that back. I'm gonna take that back. I'm gonna say actually number two is my third favorite. Okay. Here's so we agree why. Agree on that. Yeah, number two is actually. I actually like the third one. Oh, sorry. It's it's third place for me. One is because in the second one, they killed Randy. Mm-hmm. They are establishing like, yeah, nobody's safe. Like they're they're gonna die, right? Um and I and they were actually murking a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people were were dying. I was like, all right, cool, I'm I'm enjoying this, right? Um you like seeing people die. Yeah, but like but like they were, I'm but, enjoying this. But here's the thing: they were really playing with the idea of like who is the killer this time, right? Yeah, yeah. There were so many suspects. They were like, it could have been uh, Jerry O'Connell's character, it could have been Tim Oliphant's character, it could have been Cotton again. You know, it could even it could even possibly have been Gale. Like they were really fucking around with this, right? Yeah. Um, and I like the fact like how much of a like everybody was just turning on Gale because how she took this opportunity to like write a book and shit like that mm-hmm. and they were just like fuck you like straight telling her like fuck off right yeah um that character is annoying um <laughs> that, but that character that killer reveal is so stupid <laughs> that has billy lewis's mom and stuff like that she's she, all wide-eyed exactly, and shit like, like i better kill you like, oh. <laughs> it's so dumb <laughs> um, i feel like that's how cameron would avenge like my death or something yeah with a broom <laughs> I feel like she would just have a broom and try to beat me, someone with it. Oh my god! <laughs> um, trying to think. Well, I, okay. Let me just say, number three is already like the worst. Okay, right? we agree on we that. that. I, it's so far fetched. It's so unbelievably far fetched. Um, so that leaves what? That leaves six. That leaves six and four. Mm-hmm. All right. So then. I'm gonna okay, so I'm gonna say, yeah, I'm so, I'm gonna say six is fourth place for me. Same thing as I said before, the the first two acts work out. There's some there's some, are some issues with it, um, but it, it works most 
uh, in the se- the two acts. It's just that third act. It just they just go fuck it. Like mm-hmm. we're just gonna s- extra stupid on this. Yeah. Um. So that leaves four. All right. So that leaves four. Here's why. Uh, and here's why it's not the bottom list. I thought the reveal was was. I thought the reveal was good. Like the fact that it's uh, Sydney's cousin. Um, it sh- she's just, she wants to take the mantle of being a victim, and she'll do whatever she wants to become the victim, mm-hmm. right? Because she hurt. She wants that fame, right? Yeah. And it was like a commentary on like, like a certain generation that's like worried about ce- being a celebrity as opposed of like being somebody or actually doing something about it, like mm-hmm. the success and everything. And how she was just like, I want to be the victim, which is like punishing Sydney for being a victim. Yeah, it is punishing her for being a victim, but it mm. also, like, um, it's like keeping up with the Kardashians. No, oh, yeah, I can picture that. It's like you want to, you want your fame, but you want it to be easy. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to be a YouTube star. Yeah, yeah. And that, Not I, to say that they're, they have everything easy, but mm. some of them do. Yes. Like, they don't, they're just like, oh, I'm just going to stand in front of a camera and I'm going to be rich and famous. All right. So, with that being said. I'm going to go ahead and switch. <laughs> okay. I'm going to switch with the... So I'm going to put four in the fourth place and then six in the fifth place. Really? Yeah. Okay. Hold up. I, here's the biggest... But you really liked six for two of the acts. Okay. Yeah, but like, that's the thing. It wasn't like... Because like the fourth one was like... Because the fourth one was like sins of the mother, right? Affecting their children. Mm-hmm. Like one, two, three, was about that. The fourth one turned it around. Was like you're you're you you have all this death coming towards you because you are you are a survivor. It's a survivor's remorse kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Which I was just like, okay, cool. That's a different angle. I'm liking that. Mm-hmm. I'm liking that angle. Right. The reason why six is now five is because they were going further into the psychology of sam and this went fuck it we're not going to go into that and that's the part that was really i thought it it was really intriguing because they didn't really even explore that with um the previous movies Mm -hmm. they were just like oh crazy and shit like that no i wanted to see the psychology and how much this person is being affected by that plus like the whole billy loomis angle again was like come the fuck on (laughs) like i'm tired of this bullshit (laughs) and i've only been in one movie yeah and then that that third act once again it says I don't know about the Billy Loomis thing Mm -hmm. because you can't explore her uh, psychology without Mm -hmm. all without him. Uh huh. Um, But technically, five brought the Billy Loomis thing back. Okay. So let me go ahead and kind of revise my words. Like the whole Billy, like without um, having the sorry having the Billy Loomis thing affect like still in it in the sixth one. That's not the part I'm I'm not liking. It's the fact that we have to see him again. Oh, seeing him. Yeah, yes. like, why? We got you. You're in her head. <laughs> we don't need you to... That's my girl. Yeah, get the knife. Like, no. And the shrine was kind of dumb. Yeah, it was... going to do our geriatric cinematic of Wes Craven's Scream. Hello? Hello? Who is this? If you tell me your name, I'll tell you mine. <laughs> I don't think so. What's that noise? 
popcorn. You're making popcorn? Well, I'm getting ready to watch a video. Really? What? Oh, just some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. You never told me your name. Why do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm looking at. Someone is playing a deadly game. It all began with a scream over 911. Someone who's seen one too many scary movies. Now he's taken his love of fear. Hello? Hello, Sydney. One step too far. This film came out in 1996, and the synopsis is a year after the murder of her mother, a teenage girl is terrorized by a new killer who targets the girl and her friends by using horror films as part of a deadly game. Directed by Wes Craven. It's written by Kevin Williamson. It stars Nev Campbell, Skeet Ulrich, Courtney Cox, David Arquette, Matthew Lillard, and Jamie Kennedy. There. I added more people. Yeah. Skeet Ulrich. Is it Skeet or Skeet? Skeet. Skeet, Skeet, Skeet. Skeet. (laughs) Fuck, he's like, it wasn't a thing when I was named that, but now it is. (laughs) Imagine, like, his friends going, hey, Skeet, Skeet, Skeet. Skeet man, Skeet Arena, Skeet. Anyway, Skeet, Skeet. Ah, Skeet, Skeet. <laughs> That's that song. Oh my God. Anyway, From the window to the wall. <laughs> What's the next part, Mark? Um, all these people down. All these people. Oh, so until the sweat drops. Oh, so, yeah, sweat drops down my balls. All these females crawl. <laughs> All these females crawl. All these skeet, 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 skeet. All oh, skeet, skeet, that I got. This must be a serious podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it is. What are you talking about? I know. Seriously funny. Anyway. 1996 is Scream. I know I saw this on VHS. I didn't see it in theaters. Um, But I remember seeing this being like, yeah, it's all right. Not too bad. I never seen it until we watched it the other day. Yeah, because you saw, you said, what, three, right? Then that was the only one. Yeah. And that was a rare occasion that my dad let me go to the movie theater. Mm. Yeah, he was just like, you seen Scream 3? Not scary. Um, but you know, Scream is a it's a cultural phenomenon. There've been six movies and a TV series, and people still t- people love these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but no one gives a shit about that. What's the most important thing is uh, what did Kelsey think about Scream, the 1996 one? Um, I like the movie. It's not my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I can see why people like it, mm-hmm. and um, it's actually like a good franchise starter. Oh yeah, absolutely yeah. And plus, I love Nev Campbell. Mm-hmm. You know, I really liked her in the craft. I like Nev Campbell too. You know, mm-hmm. as as I tweeted, uh, she looks good in all of the angles. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, even now, mm-hmm. even now she does. Oh, even now she looks good. Mm-hmm. Damn, she's aging quite. Right. <laughs> Quite right in the bite. <laughs> you saw with this rhyming shit? 
skeet, skeet, skeet. Um, all right. So, what's your what's your overall thoughts about um, 1996's Scream? And I have to say that because Scream, there's Scream 2022. Well, in fact, I think the fact that we're in the geriatric cinematic, mm-hmm. let's now and forever say that in this particular section, we mm-hmm. don't have to say Scream from 1996. We can just say Scream mm-hmm. because it's not less it's yeah, like it's not scream five yeah okay so what's your overall thought on um 1996's scream <laughs> <laughs> i knew you were gonna do that yeah. <laughs> uh you know what's, what's your what's your overall thoughts about the movie um i liked it because it started in a very like and like traditional slasher kind of way but mm-hmm. it kind of was dumb but mm-hmm. and then I like that you had all the friends. Like it was very much like who done it. Yeah, yeah. It keeps you guessing. There's not there's like no Freddy Krueger or like Jason Voorhees. It's like any one of us can be the killer. It's a very very uh like a young take on clue. I no lie. I was just thinking about that right now. Every time I watch one of the scream movies, I'm mm. like, This is clue. This is clue. Mm. Like you're like, This is Scooby Doo. I'm like, This is clue. <laughs> Maybe I should write about that instead. <laughs> Maybe. It would be a very short article. It would. It's like Clue, the end. Yeah. <laughs> you know Clue, the end. <laughs> if you didn't try um, actually pinning Scooby-Doo characters to the characters in here, mm-hmm. I would think that one would also be a short. Like, it's a whodunit, the end. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Scooby-Doo. Yeah, you saw me obsessing over. I'm like, it's this for, character. This character. For two days. <laughs> I still got another day. Maybe to... maybe three days because I think you started on that track on Monday. Yeah, and it didn't like. And then it only got more intense yesterday. Like, yeah, Tuesday Tuesday morning. Oh yeah, today's Wednesday. Okay, all right, all right. So um, back back to the thing. Um, what what else do you have? Uh, your thoughts on the overall uh, movie? I think that the twist at the end. Mm. I don't know how it is for anybody else, but if you haven't, if this is your first Scream movie and you don't know how it's going to work, mm-hmm. you don't necessarily think it's going to be within the friend group. Mm-hmm. So I like that that original twist, there was no Scream movie before it, mm-hmm. and you expect it from all the ones that follow. So yeah, it's it's like kind of like M Night Shyamalan. You're like you're you're expecting that twist like at the end. Um, for all the other ones, but not the first one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If this was your first time watching, you're like, "Holy shit!" It was <laughs> this person, you know, as opposed to like, "Oh, some psycho killer." It's like, no, no, it's 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 the dude that uh, Sydney lost her virginity to, and his friend. <laughs> well, not the virginity part, but you know, the, the <laughs> no, friend they, is the they killer. had a threesome, you know. <laughs> it was a deleted scene. Uh, yeah. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Um. All right, so. I also, mm. it started in this movie, love Dewey, hate mm. Gail. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why he was ever attracted to her in any way, shape, or form. I guess I'm, make, I guess I'm going to make the argument for the relationship is like there are times where she can be sweet. Um, but it's always like over, it's always like thrown to the back. With her trying to be like an opportunist or some shit like that. She can be sweet, but it seems like the good parts of their relationship are shown in between movies. 
That is very like, true. We don't ever that get is to very see that. True. Yeah. And all we see is that she made a new book and she's making more money off of people's pain. Yeah, which is a recurring theme. And in he all the still doesn't seem to get the fucking hint. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's true. Even like in the, um, uh, when I we're not even necessarily going to spoil uh, the the sequels, but just to kind of mention like one little part. It's not a spoiler or anything like that. But um, you know, he kind of does recognize it, but like. It's he more do we uh, sorry in the later film, but do we kind of like does this thing where like I'm gonna step away because I'm incompetent as opposed of like no, you're kind of pushing me away because of who you are, yeah, mm. yeah. Um, so I really hate her. You have mm. no idea how much I actually really fucking hate her. Okay, so you hate her in part one. Or did, did you like her in any of the sequels? No. Okay. I hated her in every single fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Everyone. Okay. And also the, the last one, too. Uh, part six? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so acting. Mm-hmm. What's, what's your thoughts on uh, the people in this movie? Well, Nev Campbell's the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I, she's really good at making her eyes water mm-hmm. when she's really upset about something. Yeah. And it, the really like lends to her acting abilities. Yeah. Every time I saw her cry, I'm like, don't worry, baby. It's going to be okay. I'm here to protect you. <laughs> um, and then you tell her like, all you have to do is like. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. <laughs> all she has to do is what? <laughs> Grab a can of soup that her grandfather, uh will to her stop it chicken noodle soup <sighs> all right so the writing oh no acting who else <laughs> why did i say that mark I, I don't i don't know her name is nev thompson <laughs> nev is short for never <laughs> never thompson no never campbell stop it because <laughs> you don't like soup it's not it's not a real food it's not dinner. It's an appetizer. Um. So for the other acting, mm-hmm. honestly, I just like David Arquette because he's lovable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's he's not a good actor. <laughs> not in this movie. Not yeah. in this franchise. That's the thing. Like he's such a lovable character. Like throughout, like all of the movies, he's mm-hmm. like he's so likable and like dumb at the same time, uh, but not like too stupid. You know, he's, he's a sweet guy. Apparently. My daughter has seen at least one of the Scream movies. I think it was a third one. Uh-huh. And um, every time something happens to Dewey, which is like every movie, mm. um, like we were watching one of them together. I think it might have been three. Mm. And and something happens to him. She goes, she goes, oh, honey, baby, no, <laughs> not my favorite Italian. <laughs> it might have been the second one because the second one is like he really gets fucked up. Yeah. So okay. I was like, I'm like, what are you talking about? My favorite Italian. He's not even Italian. <laughs> um, you know who I also like in this movie, and I think because I just like this guy, uh, general, not general, like as a as a person, is um, uh, Matthew Lillard. Oh yeah, I like like. Like, Every time you see him come on screen, you know you're going to have a good time. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, he's his acting has changed over time, but like in the late 90s early 2000s like you got you got something out of matthew Lillard that you were expected just gonna be like this fun loving guy who was like kind of silly and stuff like that mm-hmm. he had a serious moments like in 13 ghosts and shit like that mm-hmm. um 
and he's a much like serious actor now but like watching him in screen you're just like oh he i want to hang out with that guy mm. you know except he and, might and murder people with him <laughs> yeah that's why skeet skeet ulrich <laughs> it was like this could be a good guy um one of the one of the people in the one of the the characters in the movie that i found really annoying is it's not even get it's randy he was annoying yeah I, I just, you know what? I gave him a pass, though, mm-hmm. because he's not as annoying as Gil Weathers. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Randy's played by Jamie, Jamie Kennedy. I think I, I, I dislike him more than Gail, because he honestly reminds me of, like, them film nerds who claim to know fucking everything. Yeah, but I feel like it was kind of dampened by the fact that he was also kind of an idiot. Uh-huh. And so, like, he, exactly that's how I, they are. <laughs> I don't, I didn't get like a, you know, the vibe of the guy who's like, I have a film degree. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that asshole. Uh huh. Mm. I didn't get that vibe from him. I got mm. a vibe of like, I really like talking about this shit. Mm. I really want someone to listen to me and like, I want to talk about it. Not like, I know better than you. That's the thing. He still had that when he, he was talking about like that part that, part of when they were at the party Mm. and he was like explaining like the rules of like horror films and stuff like that but he still came like a level of like arrogance like i know i do know more than you because i watch more horror movies than you and i've i've encountered like a lot of film nerds like that which um thankfully i'm not one of them uh i can't get excited about something but i don't like there you go he talks at people I think it's probably, too, because a lot of the people in the room mm-hmm. just didn't care about it as much as he did. Uh, okay. And so I feel like he, he, to me, it felt like he had, to, he was trying to push the idea, not because he thought he was better than them, but mm. because they weren't listening. Mm. Um, that was it. Okay. All right. All right. Um, directing. This is by Wes Craven, mm. uh, one of the legends of horror films. Mm-hmm. Um what did you think of his directing? I liked it, but honestly, I don't really find a lot of value in his directing in any of the films. In the Scream movies? Mm-hmm. I think he, I think the fourth one was the last one he did. Mm. I think. Um, it, like, it just seems pretty straightforward. I don't know. Well, with this one or? In all of them. Well, here's the thing. I... Like I, I've enjoyed his work. Like he's done like the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying Scream and Scream. They're no, pretty straightforward. No, 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 no. This, the, but this is what I was getting at. That this dude is like the master of horror films, mm-hmm. right? Um, just to kind of go through like his 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 IMDb list. Like he's done. Uh, actually, let me redo that again. Um, so like as a director, he's done. So he's did 29 films all together, right? Um. So he's done. I feel like, like that's not a lot. Um, horror is kind of a, especially if you're like uh, focusing in horror horror films for the most part. It's, um, because because back then he had to like really kind of like reinvent himself every time or try something new. Mm-hmm. So obviously he's like taking his time to make like specific horror films as opposed to like, um. Let me just make one movie and just follow them completely. Mm-hmm. Like, I I think, like, if I remember correctly, he even, let me see. So he did Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. Like, he wouldn't come back for the other ones either. So just to kind of say, like, he was, he did that. He produced the others and he was like, just done. Mm-hmm. To, on to the next thing, right? 
So, like, for example, like, he did Last House on the Left. That was the one that got him noticed. Hills Have Eyes, Summer of Fear. Like, and he did the Swamp Thing movie. These are all, they're in some form, like, horror films, but they're just different. Mm-hmm. Um, except for Hills Have Eyes, too. Uh, so, he did, like. And I honestly did not like those movies. The Hills Have Eyes? Mm-hmm. The, 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 oh, so you saw the, you saw the remakes. Yeah. Yeah, those movies are fucked up. Um, anyway, so yeah, what I was what I was getting at is like this. Like I said, this dude's known for horror films. Um, he, you know, he could have just done a he 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 had to like he had to do it for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like he had to really try to change it. And the fact that they have that this dude who's like known for making these movies like reinvents the genre. Mm-hmm. Which I have to give mad credit for doing that. Like he could have just made, he could have just like half-assed it. He was like, no, no, no. I have because I'm this person. I have to push myself again to like make something noticeable. Mm-hmm. And because of that, he like started like this whole franchise. Now, granted, he did like two, three, and four to like diminishing returns. Um, but at least he tried to like save it every single time. I think he tried. I think because it wasn't his idea, and they had a hard time finding a director. You said right. For the first one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me pull that up right now. I just... I saw. think that the thing is, is that he mm. took it because he thought he could do something with it. Mm. And yeah, he did kind of rein, reinvigorate slashers. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was doing anything that was super new. Mm. And also, just because it was a hit doesn't mm. mean it was actually good. Mm. Because there are lots of things that are popularized mm. that are just trash. That's true. That's true. I don't. I wouldn't say it's for. It, I don't say. I don't say. I'm oh, sorry. I won't say the trash. No, it, this uh, it, is it, not trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do like this film. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like it's middle of the road. Mm, okay. You know, like it's mm-hmm. not the best film ever, and it's mm. fun. It's a fun time. Mm. It's not trash, but mm, I get you. You can't really go anywhere anywhere with it, and the series kind of doesn't go anywhere yeah there's kind of like a lather rinse repeat kind of thing yeah i get you okay okay but i you you're right he's does reinvent himself and he definitely tried and he did make an impression on this franchise yeah absolutely um so uh as kelsey had mentioned about uh west craven directing this movie um so before west 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 craven <laughs> Bob Weinstein of the Weinstein Company um, approached Robert Rodriguez, Danny Boyle, George A. Romero, and Sam Raimi to direct it. Um, but Kevin Williams, Williams, the guy who wrote the script, said like none of the directors got it. They thought it was like a straight up comedy. Mm-hmm. So this it, is very much um, has like the room DNA over it and all over it. Oh really? You know, because everyone's like, "Oh, this is so funny." And oh yeah, like unintentionally funny. Yeah. Shit. Skeet Ulrich actually said during an interview that when he was uh no I, I think it was like at a convention that originally he thought he was just making a straight up horror film mm. and like i guess some of the economy aspects just like went over his head um at the time where when it came out i remember people just saying it was a straight horror film but i think over time people have been like oh no there's comedy elements in it well that's the same as freddy no no freddy started off funny because the quips and shit he would say yeah, but he was terrifying. Yeah, but in a funny way. <laughs> Do you think the Freddy movies started off funny and got darker? Or did they start off they, dark and get funnier? They started off dark with a little bit of comedy and just got funnier and funnier. 
And like it seemed like, and, and it wasn't until like maybe like New Nightmare they had to get like dark again, mm. uh, which is another Wes Craven film. Once again, making it meta. Mm-hmm. Um, with uh, which I, I I like the meta part and scream that it's like not necessarily self aware, mm. but it's like all right, um, these are the ideas of what happened in horror films. But like let's just turn it around a little bit so it's get it, so the the twists can be. Very twisty. <laughs> twisty twist. Yeah. <laughs> um, you said Wes Craven's not around anymore? Yeah, he died of, like, I think brain cancer in 2015. Mm, okay. Well, I think he's going to be one of the killers in the next one. <laughs> he's not dead because you didn't shoot him in the head. I know. It's, no, he no, he just had brain cancer. Yeah, but the, you know, you didn't shoot him in the head, though. Oh, my God. It's like a reanimated so, corpse. It's going to be him uh-huh. and, you know... The mother. <laughs> In part six? I mean, part seven? Yes. That's funny. <laughs> You're talking about being meta. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So uh, last thing, what do you think about the writing? I think the writing's actually pretty good. Yeah. Because um, he does a... Who's he? Kevin Williamson. Kevin Williamson does a really good job of, and I know it has to do with the directing too. Yeah. Um, they're teenagers, mm. but they're not like all jockey and like, uh. they are stereotypes, but they're like a more on the normal side instead of like, like the caricatures side. of, you know, themselves. Mm-hmm. So um, like it's, it's watchable and like they mm. do have some like, funny lines and stuff yeah there's some interesting takes on like their reality yeah like like the like i i think well i think what one of the well, one of the things that makes the writing so uh so good um and the, like this goes along with the directing is like the first um well like 10 15 minutes mm-hmm. where like one one this is a great fucking psych out that the that the one of, one of the most notable stars in cinema, Drew Barrymore, is like the first girl to die. Mm-hmm. You know, which is interesting because I don't think that they knew that that was the thing they were gonna do. Yeah, right. Where they have like um, a cameo and then that person dies. Yeah, exactly. And it was like, because like you see like a big star in the movie, you're just like, okay, clearly they're gonna like at least make it to like into the third act or something like that. Mm-hmm. No, she gets like murdered like the first ten or fifteen minutes, and it's like the the setting off point, you know? Yeah. Um, which I thought was I thought it was really great because like like you said, it just like started like this beginning of these movies that was just like we gotta like a we gotta try to one up each other or b let's try to like keep it like crazy in the first ten or fifteen minutes, and then like here's the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I I read that like I think like they wanted her to play uh, Drew Barrymore to play like the Sydney character, mm-hmm. and then she looks at the script. She's like, "No, no, I want to be the first one to die," because like that that's awesome. <laughs> she would say that. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, so they, that's what I'm saying. Like the the uh, Kevin Williamson was like, "I want to do something different. I want to like kill the first." Uh, I want to kill like one of the biggest stars that's in this movie. Now that's not that's not unheard of. Uh, in the TV show The Files of Police Squad, starring Leslie Nielsen, they used to do this gag at the opening credits, and they'd be like, uh, you know, 
guest starring, you know, Frank Sinatra, right? And they would like show show Frank Sinatra. I'm not saying they have Frank Sinatra, but just an example, like guest starring Frank Sinatra, and you just see someone go and like shoot him with a shotgun, and like that's it. You never see that character again. That's funny. Um, but see, that was like more of a comedy to mm-hmm. put it like in a serious film like this. Like, oh shit. And it it sets it sets things up with like nobody is safe, mm-hmm. um, which you don't really see that much now, in like certain horror films. No, I think they are trying to bring it back though. Hopefully, I you know I, feel I can't like, really think of an example. Um, I thought there was something pretty recently that was oh, I know it's not horror, mm-hmm. but it's it's something that's coming back in cinema in general. Mm-hmm. But if you think about um, Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and like how these characters kept dying, mm-hmm. you're like, like, don't get attached to anybody because oh, they're gonna yeah, fucking yeah. die. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, Game of Thrones did that really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that goes into like, well, I guess you can say back into the writing. But that's because that was something that George R. R. Martin had did first, and like HBO was like, yeah, that works. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I like I really like I really like the writing by Kevin Williamson. Um, but it's it's so funny because like it's a positive and a negative. What happens at the, the twist at the end? Because it's like oh shit, okay, cool. The, you know, Stewie and Billy are the killers, right? Stu and Billy are the killers, and they have to keep trying to one up each other in every movie, mm-hmm. and it just gets worse and worse as the as like these. Oh yeah, because they already basically shot their shot. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so that definitely. No, not and that's the, why you ended up with uh, the second one with the mother and the rando. <sighs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, all right, so I'm gonna bust out some interesting facts. It's bussin'. Bussin'. Joaquin Phoenix turned down the role of Billy Loomis. Freddie Prince Jr. auditioned for Stu. David Arquette and Matthew Lillard were both considered for the role of Billy, but um, that didn't happen. Um, Elizabeth Berkley from Showgirls wanted to play Gail. Uh, Melissa Hart, Brittany Murphy, Alice Witt, uh, Melina Linsky. Melanie Linsky. Thank you. And... Melinda Clark. I'm trying to see who that is. I don't remember who that is. Uh, we're auditioned for the role of Sidney Prescott, Brecken Meyer, Jason Lee. Audition for Randy. Uh, what else? Reese Witherspoon turned down the role for Sidney. Brooke Shields wanted to play Gail Wet. I think she's a bit older. Too old for that. Um, Seth Green auditioned for Randy, which makes sense. I can see that. And like I said, Drew Barrymore was originally cast as Sydney, but she uh, she wanted to play Casey, the first victim, instead. Um, oh yeah, she did because uh, then it would make the audience think uh, anything could happen. Yeah, which I think was yeah, that's a great idea. That's a great fucking idea. Yeah. Um. So all in all, do you think uh, Scream still holds up? Yes. Because it carried a franchise, because the acting in it was good, mm-hmm. because the writing um, was intentional, mm-hmm. and um, it had a pretty good twist at the end, mm-hmm. um, especially for the time that it was written. Yeah. Um, 
And I like the commentary on, I like the commentary on horror films, Mm -hmm. even though I think this one kind of jumped off the idea Mm -hmm. that you can make a a parody of a horror film Mm. because then it became the cool thing to do Mm. and it became real annoying really fast. Yeah. (laughs) Um, um, and then I think other parodies started happening too. Yeah. So like not just horror parodies. So that's kind of annoying. Yeah. But um, but I pretty much like most of the stuff about this film. Yeah, that you know that you remind me of um, once again I was listening to uh, the film cast and this was uh, uh, something that was coming from one of the co-hosts of Avenger Hard- Hardware. He he made a very interesting statement. He said back then with like certain horror directors, let's say Wes Craven and John Carpenter, let's just say those two, right? They were like, I want to make a horror film that's going to like push the limits of like storytelling. I want to scare people. I want to like get into the psychology of these characters and like the killer and stuff like that, right? But like now horror films, they're like, oh, I've seen all these horror films, so I want to make something similar. Mm-hmm. You know, as opposed of like, let's make it like really interesting. They're just like taking bits and pieces of like the new director of taking bits and pieces of like certain movies and be like, we're going to form our own, but we're going to expand on it. Yeah, we're going to expand on it, you know, which was the same feeling I got from Scream 6. Yeah. Um, but, but other than that, yeah, I, I think the first Scream holds up. Mm-hmm. Um, but the franchise kind of doesn't. Yeah, the franchise doesn't. But yeah, like the first one was like so significant. It's like, yeah, how can you like not give that movie props? Yeah. Um, and it wasn't a bad, it's a good movie. Yeah. Like it's not my favorite movie ever, but it's it's good and fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anything else? No. All right. As you swallow into the mic. I know. What? <laughs> 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 All right, so that's going to be our show for this week pushing over two hours woo um i'm excited for you to tell them oh, what we're doing <laughs> that's the only reason kelsey's sticking around she's like oh yeah usually at this point i would just walk away and go to bed yeah <laughs> um so we would like to thank the folks over at your entertainment corner for um hosting this podcast on their website um they just covered uh, south by southwest they one of the reporters out there oh yeah yeah, so that, that was pretty awesome. Uh, so you folks can check out their coverage of this year's South by Southwest. Oh, I think he did um, hmm. an interview of... Uh, oh, uh, Dennis Quaid? No, your favorite comedian. I don't know why I can't oh, remember. Oh, Pat Oswalt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, check that out. Uh, also, for your film news, TV news, and reviews, go to yourentertainmentcorner.com. Uh, don't be afraid to drop us a line at therealappeal at gmail.com. That's real with two E's. Uh, make sure to find us on... Well, you did find us, but give us a review on your podcast catcher. You know, the more reviews we get, we get the more we get noticed. Um, Alright. So next week's show. We're going to be doing or reviewing... WB's Shazam Fury of the Gods. I know Kelsey's looking forward to that movie. Definitely. I don't want to punch the guy in the face every time I see him. <laughs> uh, so that's in theaters Friday, March 17th. <laughs> so with that, our geriatric cinematic, it's going to be 1995's Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Kelsey came up with this idea. And I acted like I was fighting against it, but I was like, God, it's a good idea. Fuck. <laughs> um, so, yeah, to watch that movie, dust off your old VHS copies. Um, or you can find it streaming for free on YouTube. We'll put a link on the show notes. Uh, or head down to uh, your Torrance. Uh, head down to Torrance, California, where uh, Blackbeard uh, likes to buy his movies. <laughs> If you can get that, if you can get that that little riddle, I guess clue something, you got it. Uh, so the turpic once again, Kelsey comes up with this. The turpic for next week is when when adult, when adults stop adulting, kids start a fighting. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I really I. I actually can't wait to talk about that movie with you. Me too. I feel like we should drink and watch it. Yeah, we should. <laughs> um, so you know the effects are not going to hold oh, up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I somehow think the kung fu, or the, the action. The kung be, fu. Yeah, the action, is, I think it's still going to be cool. Especially when like, yeah. they turn into ninjas and shit like that. It's and like cool. the mystery and like the suspense. The suspense was like. Holy shit, when I was oh, a kid. Oh, I know, right? Oh, my God. The Rangers might lose this time. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, as, as we're talking about that, I got the I got the song in my head. <laughs> it's playing nonstop. The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? That one and the, the song that's in the movie, the... Uh-oh, we're in trouble. Something's uh. gonna long. It's gonna burst our bubble. <laughs> you know why I hated that song? Really? Mm-hmm. I hate it too, but like, it's, it's kind of a banger in my head right now. Is that the open? That's not the opening song, right? I think it is. I I, I think when they go to the to like the theme park or something like that. When I they're rollerblading, yeah, I hate that, that song. <laughs> and also in my mind, seared forever is when Kimberly like trips one of the bad guys, and she's like, "Um, have a nice trip. See you next fall." Oh my god! Yeah, join us for next week's show. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.